Before we get started with episode 5, we have an important rule that will set the stage for our podcast now and into the future. No matter what the topic is, everyone has a different opinion. No one is right, no one is wrong. Everyone's opinions are welcome here, as long as you know that we're going to bust your balls for them. Even Dave Meltzer? Uh, especially Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer. <laughs> different opinions, we all have them, like uh, pop vocalists. Everyone loves Kelly Clarkson, right? She's the best pop vocalist out right now. Uh, like what? from the reality shows, right? Like no, not I, real life. No, I mean like real life. Like <laughs> the last episode. Our last episode, we talked about Astronomicon. Days later, I drove to Grand Rapids and saw Kelly Clarkson on Valentine's Day. As a joke, like it's a gag, right? No, you guys are no. like being funny, like no, it's like it was. She's the best pop superstar out there right now. Uh, no. Shouldn't uh, you be talking Grande, to Grande? Like she's way better. Who? I mean, Kylie Rae Jepsen. Uh, yeah, who? Her t- her t- Have you listened she to the Emotion the, album? The Call Me Maybe girl? She is that, but she also wrote a masterpiece. Uh, isn't she like 12? Bravo, but she did a masterpiece. No, She's not, she, is a, she is our age. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, this is enough. I'm, let's, let's get to the podcast. <laughs> Live from the 20 by 20 studios, sponsored by 20 by 20 Apparel, this is the 20 by 20 podcast. I am Marmalade Foulweather, and here are your hosts, Peter and Chris. All right, thanks to Jesse and the 20 by 20 band, and our new announcer, uh, Marmalade Foulweather. <laughs> I don't know. Man, what a, what a man he is, I dapper. Don't, I don't know where we found him, but he is dressed nicely. He is. Do you, you want to come over here? No, no he's already gone. Where? Yeah. What happened? He's just in and out. He is. He, he works by the hour. He's a mysterious man. <laughs> so, this is episode number five of the 20 by 20 podcast. My name is Peter. I'm here with Chris, as always. What's going on, Chris? Oh, not much. Five, and we're back to the five count. Five count for this one. No more special episodes, no more Patreon uh, (laughs) additions. We're back to the bread and butter. And uh, we are here once again with Chris's brother, Jacob. What's going on, Jake? Hey, how's it going? Oh, we are doing wonderful. Uh, I see. uh, What are you doing over there? What what do we got going? Uh, We got the whole spread for the Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull Margarita. (laughs) (laughs) So just as a little behind the scenes, our episode is evergreen, as they say in the business. You could probably hear this at any time. And, you know, our topics are, are good year long. Yeah. But we are recording on National Margarita Day. That's right. And so as an ode to the margarita and to the Stone Cold podcast and to the... The master of the margarita himself. (laughs) And to a bunch of people here who just want to drink for no particular reason, uh, we are making the Stone Cold Margarita. And that's Jake's job tonight. Right. Should I give a little rundown of like what's in it, or should we just kind of post that maybe on Instagram? I mean, if you want to go over there and kind of give a quick... Uh, is that gimmick infringement? This it is probably Austin's is. Recipe? This is Steve Austin's <laughs> recipe, which we are stealing, but he, uh, it's an I'll honor. Just, I'll just give like a quick rundown. So we got the Cabo tequila, which I think he likes the Patron. Uh, we got some triple sec, um, Grand Marnier, blue agave, and fresh limes. Then we got some salt and ice and all the other gimmicks to make it. Wow. The, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's, that sounds good. Um, you want in? Cabo's uh, Sammy Hagar. You like that oh. shitty 80s. 
<laughs> Maybe I should have been on the intro to our favorite Van Halen. No, I singers. like Van Halen. I just gotta bust your balls on that. Yeah, this is terrible. So, so you're gonna be making that while we're um, yeah starting well, the podcast. I could probably uh, when I post on the Instagram the picture of the whole spread. I'll put like maybe the recipe. Uh, or we something, talked about but... this in the last episode. Are you allowed on the Instagram? <laughs> He's yet? banned. You're still banned. He's it's... in social media jail. Yeah, <laughs> you're like. <laughs> Well, you're like Jim Cornette to us, or us to Jim <laughs> so Cornette. It wasn't my fault, as Snitsky, <laughs> would say. Snitsky would say. <laughs> All right, go make your whatever you're doing. We'll call you back when we need you. All right. All right, so where are we going today? Uh, we are doing a five count, but we're not there yet. We have a couple news and notes to take care of before we get there, and while Jacob makes his margarita. And he's making a lot of noise back there, but that's okay. Um, so we're going to tie up some loose ends from the last episode. Not, I'm sorry, not last episode, but the last five count, which was the our favorite of all time. Favorite wrestlers favorite, of all time. Personal favorites. So I don't know about you, but I have a couple news and notes here. Um, he was on my original list, but I took him off. And after the episode, I was like, man, why didn't we talk about him? Only because he just came back. The Rock? <laughs> Not The Rock, <laughs> although he's probably back by the time this is airing. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. If he stayed retired, he would have been on my top five. This is my list, not this one, but the current. I think he's number one of the bullet right now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God. Yeah, current, the current number one is definitely... Hey, Daniel get Bryan. back to, get back back to, to making your things. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're banned from... <laughs> From doing whatever. You're trying to read your chicken scratch. Does that say triple sex? <laughs> yep, that is triple sex. Well, little, <laughs> little background information here. The uh, Austin's recipe is written down, I presume, in Chris's chicken scratch, and no one can read I it. I pulled so. up his old podcast, and as I'm listening to it, the first ingredient I wrote down was paper plate, or <laughs> paper bowl, because that's what the first thing he mentioned was. <sighs> this is going to go swimmingly. Anyways, back to so, Daniel Bryan. Back to Daniel Bryan. And the, He's the couch, couch champion. <laughs> He's everyone's champion. No, even without that, he would be in my top five all time. Um, but the fact that he came back, you know, we tried to do people who were retired for mm-hmm. all time top five, but he definitely deserves a mention. I yeah, mean, I mean, we, sometimes you come back, especially from something like that, and maybe it doesn't work, or maybe it's just halfway done. But uh, he's oh, yeah. right now, I think his run might be one of the best. Yeah, the belt that he debuted. <laughs> Jesus, the belt is great. Even just his work up to this point, like he would have been good. Yeah, on my list then, but it's, he's only adding to it, and kind of scares me every time that he takes a bump. I'm like, oh god, here it is. Put but, him in there with Lesnar right yeah. at the gate, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of scary, but he's he's the man, and we'd be remiss if we did not mention him in our top five. <laughs> and in the background, that's Jacob shaking the margaritas, so don't mind that. Put some put some effort into that. Yeah. For, uh, three minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! 30 seconds, 30 seconds I believe. Is what 30 seconds, oh my god. Um, <laughs> if you hear that in the background, that's him just shaking. It's, this is bad podcasting. Um, the other note that I have that we were talking about is how Raven was in my top five. Yeah. But I'm not a huge ECW mark. And I we, know, this blew my mind when we that, discussed like, it. <laughs> you didn't even have him in your list, and he's like, Mr. ECW to me, and you... Yeah, he, I, he is to me, but I'm not saying I didn't like ECW, but I just wasn't as into it as everyone else. I but. love that feud between him and Dreamer, but growing up watching it, he wasn't one of my favorites. It was Sabu, hands down, and Louis Spicoli. <laughs> Louis Spicoli? And, and New Jack, like, oh, yeah. God. Raven was cool then, but 
It wasn't. I loved her. his hair growing up. I wanted a perm like that. <laughs> you want to? Raven didn't have a perm. But I would have to perm my hair to get that look. That's true. Another note that I had there about Raven. <laughs> Did we tell the story about when we got his autograph? <laughs> I was just pulling that out to the hang in the uh, the room over here. <laughs> so, uh, Michigan area people would know uh, Gibraltar Trade Center used to be in Mount Clemens and in Taylor. And every once in a while, you'd have a sports star or wrestler there for autographs. Card shows, yeah. Oh, it'd, be, yeah. it'd be gun show, gun show, card show. <laughs> gun show, gun show, card show. <laughs> Knife show. Knife show. Computer <laughs> technology show. And uh, so Raven was a guest one time, and uh, we went and got his autograph. What did you get? So- uh, you got a magazine. The ECW right? magazine. What did Actually, I-, I was going to post that recently because I feel like that's such a forgotten thing. It was the six ECW episodes magazine. long, or six episodes, six issues long, and yeah. that was it. No, those were cool. Um, there were a couple good ones back then. Um, uh, did you ever get Wow? Yeah, the Wow magazine. That's like full I had a, color. I had a year subscription to ECW, and it was canned after six months. Oh, so I can't I had, believe I was only six. Yeah, I got six months of Wow after that because they had to fill it in. That's fine. What did I get autographed by Raven? Draft figure. It must have been because I have that autograph, but I don't remember Raven, from. I thought it was the smeared shark. No, that. Oh wait, a <laughs> blow this fucking lead. Get back to drinking your mix. So. Now a short story, even shorter. Uh, my autograph came out fine, but Raven's, uh, uh, his autograph on Chris's magazine just exploded. The yep. pen was... Yeah, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a smear. It was more so that he pressed down really hard on the... They weren't Sharpies. What were those pens? It was like, like a paint, paint pen. Yeah, it he was He pressed down weird. too hard and then... Uh, Uh-oh. Is that the first margarita? Yeah. Is it already done? What? I thought that the, it took like... 30 minutes to make one. It just took you three minutes. I'm better in Austin. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> so, Anyways, yeah. He pressed down on the silver Sharpie a little too hard to just dripped along the, the yeah, pages. So, he also, we brought the silver pen with us, and he goes, in my best Raven impression, eh, I don't really like silver pens. And we're like, yeah, well, yeah, we, whatever we got autograph was black, so we wanted to. Yeah. It just goes, eh, eh, I don't like silver. Well, all right, eh. <laughs> and then he proceeded to just, not to his fault, but just screw up the entire thing. And, this you know, is funny, though. Thinking back at those old Gibraltar autograph signings, and that was, what, 10 bucks, 15 bucks? Yeah, probably. It and was now, not that much. The Undertaker is... Oh, God knows how much that is. $150, I think I heard it is. Yeah, it's... Or 250 I think it is. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I don't think they've announced it yet. They A buddy of ours, Derek, though, mentioned that he read what his going rate is and we figured out like the math on how you have to it was insane yeah yeah because that's no matter how much whatever his total is you got to divide that by yeah by autographs and hours. Fit in an hour yeah that's oof, it's gonna be a lot and he's these at starcast this year so these guys you do like grocery stores and car dealerships <laughs> in gibraltar trade center blockbuster yeah it's insane where it's come and so 20 years yeah but yeah i don't, I don't know how much we paid for raven but it wasn't a lot no, and, 10 bucks i think but uh, it's a memory well well served yeah and i have a lot of people from from gibraltar big kev i remember getting kevin Ash i have there. his i have mcfoley yep um i have a bunch of people from, i got foley at um the autorama here in detroit and those were free yeah those are always and free, it's, right? they got rollins there this year they get yeah. some big names yeah aj styles two years ago yeah. i guess you got to get there early and get in line and you can get cut off because it's just a certain window but yeah that's the worst for free that's that's pretty cool there's a couple of the motor city uh comic con though that i want to see uh Shawn michaels and Ray Mysterio oh, make your drink <laughs> i have contemplated getting sean's autograph yeah that's a good one but i have a... the wrestlemania 12 boyhood dream t-shirt <laughs> 
And I was asking people, like, how do you get a t-shirt signed? Yeah, I'd be a little nervous about that. Because that'd be a good framed piece. Yeah, his his price is a little stiff-ski. A little bit. St- <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I don't know. I want to do it, too, but I don't think. Yeah, we'll see. But I may go. Maybe not for Shawn Michaels, but we'll go there. All right, so uh, more loose. Did you have any other loose ends from no, that episode? No, I mean, all time. Like I said, you have so many honorable mentions, but we don't want to go down that road. Yeah, I could talk about guys forever. <laughs> um, one thing that we do always put out is that everyone should follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's at 20by20pod. Use the hashtag 5count. You can tell us your top five, whatever we're talking about. And we had a couple uh, couple people chime in with their favorite of all time. That's right. Um, most notably, your cousin Aaron, who <laughs> sent us both a list, and I mean a list, of his top five wrestlers. And then he proceeded to record ten minutes talking about it. With, so, with background music yeah. that he then said, you guys should use that for your intro instead. <laughs> it was more well-produced. More well-spoken, better than all of us combined. Yeah, I don't even know if you play it. He might take our jobs. Yeah, but we're <laughs> going to play a little bit here in a second, but I'm going to read his top five here. I'll pull it up real quick from his massive email if my computer can <laughs> load the whole thing. Uh, his number five of all time was Mick Foley. Number four, Macho Man Randy Savage. He was on my list. Good pick. Number three, Hulk Hogan. Oh, He has a cutoff. I don't think he... He's counting as non-ring run. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Uh, anyways. Uh, number two, The Rock. Does that mean that he cut off his... The uh, past after? ten years? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He says, hands down, the funniest wrestler he's ever had the pleasure of watching. <laughs> I mean, 97, 98, this is a true statement. I guess so. And then uh, his number one of all time, pretty uh, apropos for today, Stone Cold <laughs> what? Steve Austin. The king of the margarita. And he talks about uh, the Zamboni, the beer truck, the throwing things off the bridge, the <laughs> hospital. I mean, these are all good stuff. That's so. a five count right there. The five, five Austin Raw moments. Yeah. That's his top five. Let's play a little clip from Aaron's 10-minute speech <laughs> because he put some time into it. So we're going to give him a little bit of airtime here. So here is Aaron. All right, all right. So here are my top five all-time favorite wrestlers. So number five, I got to put Mick Foley in there. Now, I was strictly a WWF fan as a kid, but I do wish that I had tuned into WCW more, honestly, just to watch Cactus Jack. His feud with Vader is legendary. Growing up, I had known about Cactus from PWI and, you know, looking at pictures, uh, pretty much drawn to anything with blood in it. Uh, However, I knew this guy was already a hardcore icon, and as someone who loved those kinds of matches, I wanted to see him on WWF television, you know, wrapping his opponents in barbed wire, blood dripping everywhere, and I legit thought he would murder that entire roster uh, when I was a kid, and that was secretly why he wasn't on their programming. I guess as a kid, you're quite impressionable with an imagination, but uh, I bought kayfabe hook, line, and sinker back then, and when Chris finally brought or bought uh, Stranglemania, I was just in awe of the brutalness of his matches from uh, over there in Japan. My next up would be Macho Man Randy Savage, the voice. You know, his voice was just iconic. The look, uh, the shades, the 
tassels and ripped shirts and and uh, the scepter and the crown and Elizabeth and sensational Sherry. Everything was just awesome. You know, the madness. Everything he did just fully engaged and captivated me as a kid. I still remember watching him get bit in the arm by the Jake the Snake. Uh, I can't remember if it was Damien, but uh, it was the single scariest thing I'd ever seen as a young kid. You know, sitting in my grandma's house in Detroit watching Coliseum VHS tapes and drinking and eating endless amounts of Fago pepperoni rolls, candy and bread and butter. You know, it just takes me it's instant nostalgia. I remember as a kid listening to him before the Mega Powers Explode match and thinking to myself, they're going to have to legit arrest this lunatic or he's going to kill Hulk. At number three, I have Hulk Hogan. So with the exception of Mick Foley, my list is pretty obvious, but just can't deny star power and classic characters like Macho in the next three. Uh, Hogan was so over, so popular and famous, he is literally synonymous with professional wrestling and transcended into popular mainstream culture. You know, to this day, I still get pumped when I hear his music come on, The Real American. Uh, as a kid, the matches with Slaughter, Macho, Warrior, Earthquake, who should be a future Hall of Famer, and Sid uh, are just imprinted so vividly in my memories that it makes me smile just thinking about them. I was a bona fide Hulkamaniac, and uh, when he would Hulk out, I would run around my living room like a kid that had just done four lines of blow for the first time jumping off furniture on the couch pillows when he turned heel at uh was it bash at the beach i think it was 96 um the memory is so imprinted in my my, my mind it's like uh 9-11 you know it's my jfk assassination or pearl harbor that's probably a bit of a stretch but uh you know it's just one of those things you always remember i remember being at uh, the hayloft bar and lounge eating a pepperoni pizza roll in good old skidway michigan with chris and just being stunned that you know he turned heel uh my number two would be uh i gotta put the rock there hands down the funniest wrestler i've ever had the pleasure of watching and as soon as he abandoned the babyface image and joined the nation i was sold i feel like i was probably one of his original fans you know i just could tell this guy had some awesome comedic timing uh my dad absolutely loved the rock and would watch raw with me every single monday night and have tears in his eyes from laughing hysterically at the rock's antics uh i remember when the rock would cut off farouk and say silly stuff just to piss him off i would die and one off the cuff memory is when he gave farouk a big picture of himself as a gift while everyone else received everyone else in the nation received i quote fifteen thousand dollar rolexes it was hilarious uh his clothes the eyebrow the corny sayings everything he did just seemed so new and fresh it was such a unique character that was unlike anything from the classic wwf era it was just must-see tv uh not to mention the dude could wrestle brawl take bumps wasn't afraid to you know to bleed and is a fan of hardcore wrestling i love that uh last but not least you know in my opinion the greatest of all time stone cold steve austin Another guy that transcended into popular mainstream culture. I remember him debuting as the ringmaster and thinking to myself, A, you know, as a juggalo, is this some kind of ICP reference? Uh, and then B, uh, this guy looks boring as hell. Who is this guy coming out with Ted DiBiase in the Million Dollar Belt? But man, oh man, when he transitioned into Stone Cold and uh, started feuding with Bret Hart, I was sold. I feel like there are just so many classic matches and moments with him that it's impossible to put anyone ahead of him. The Zamboni, the beer truck, getting thrown from the MacArthur Bridge in Detroit. It was just all classic, classic stuff. He was so good at portraying a badass that I honestly really believe that he could whip anyone's ass in real life. 
King Haku style. There were just so many guys on that roster that helped him, you know, with feuds. Uh, the likes of HBK, Taker, Rock, Foley, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Triple H, you know, vintage, classic Vince McMahon, etc. Uh, it just seems like it would be impossible to put out a bad product at, at that time. You know, you could have filmed Austin eating a bologna sandwich and it would have been hilarious. The match with Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13 is still one of my all-time favorites. And uh, I remember being the only Austin fan at Halal Beefcake member uh, Joe Coleman's house. He would always have pay-per-views. And I remember watching it over there. And... Uh, him loving Hart and me loving Austin at that time, and it was just a classic match, and the the blood just sold me, you know, it just made everything seem so much more realistic. That's my top five. Uh, look forward to debating uh, future topics, like uh, why the natural disaster should be in the Hall of Fame, as well as the insane clown posse into the celebrity wing Pete of the Hall of Fame. Opshadopsha, Dovidzenia, and Nastrovia. All right, so that was Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. We uh, definitely appreciate your top five list and your effort that you put into because, God, you put more effort into that than we do in an entire episode. Well, so. he's going to be coming on soon enough. Whew. We got him lined up for one. Yeah, it's WrestleMania season, so we have a couple of good ones lined up, and, <laughs> God, he's got to be one of them, right? It's, oh. If he's not on every episode, that's going to be – we've got a special one for him coming up, so <laughs> I'm excited. Jacob's still making the margaritas, as you can hear in the background. This is great podcasting, I'm sure. Everyone probably turned us off by now. Um, margarita, <laughs> what? So, another quick little tidbit that we're going to have here on uh, future podcasts is the, what are you watching? Obviously, we all watch... Well, this is going to lead me into another subject, so <laughs> just bear with me here. I was about to say, we all obviously watch the current product. Our buddy Steve brought up a, a point about us talking about the current product. It's just funny to me that when you say those words, you mean WWE. Everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, like, why is that? Like, why can't current product be, be... Wrestling Twitter, right? It's gotta be, yeah. It's one of those things that's only like a 2% of the population and everyone else. But you're so plugged into that, uh, what do they call it, the uh, like vacuum effect. Where yeah. Just, <laughs> that's all you see is is that we, nonstop, so it's... And we think that, like, you're you're the... The Twitter universe is the, the vocal minority or whatever. But yeah, you talk about, and we're going to say it. I'm going to try not to, but you just keep saying the current product, and that's what you mean. But uh, Modern day WWE. Yeah, that's so weird that that's the new catchphrase for it. But Well, that's because no one's watching TNA but you, so. Oh, Jesus, come on. This is also funny that we call it TNA still. <laughs> it's, it's not what it's called. It's definitely Impact Wrestling. <laughs> that's okay. Even, like, the current product, people don't talk about 205 or NXT. Like, I know, and I want to watch 205. It's straight up, like, you mean Raw and SmackDown. You always just mean Raw. <laughs> SmackDown doesn't even get lumped in yeah, there. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but... SmackDown's better than Raw, I feel. Shut up. Get back to your... <laughs> Young your, boy, do your work. <laughs> yeah, no microphone for you. You have to earn your microphone privileges <laughs> back. Um, just, just like we're in the car, and you try to tell us a story, and we shut you down. Which... We'll come up here later in the, <laughs> yeah, in the I'm episode, sure. I'm guaranteeing. Every once in a while, we're going to try to talk about what we're currently watching. Again, we are watching Raw and SmackDown. Maybe it's in Fast Forward. Not because the product is bad, but because there is not enough time of the day to watch all the wrestling. That's, <laughs> we have lots on our plate. I watch it just through GIFs. 
Really? It's the GIF era. We joke about that, <laughs> but we can watch it on Twitter. Not just what we're watching with the current product, quote-unquote, <laughs> but, you know, we're all watching other stuff, whether it's on the network or YouTube or videotapes or mm-hmm. GIFs or New Japan. Like, we're always watching something else. So we're going to take a little quick break in each episode here and pop a top <laughs> and talk about what we're currently watching that's not a present present-day storylines. So, you have anything that you are currently watching, Chris? Well, I am fully engaged in the superstars that they put on the network. Uh, yeah, they just released those a little bit ago, right? Yeah. That's from 92? It's just 1992, so the first episode instantly took me right back to childhood, and it was <laughs> the WWE mag- WWF magazine, and it was Ric Flair's photos with Miss Liz. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> and it's right. it was right after Mania was going on, and it's... They discussing how, well, they went to print before they had the real photos because Macho had the real photos and Flair was photoshopped in his spot. And I remember having that magazine and like thinking it was like scandalous at the time of like her in a bathing suit and feeding Flair uh, strawberries and stuff. And I think it came out on Bruce's podcast that that was at Vince's pool, I think, or something. I think so. But oh man, it instantly took me back seeing that. And then, um, a few more episodes in, I'm into Papa Shango putting the curse on the warrior. <laughs> I mean, that's prime childhood right yeah. there. And it, he is still creepy. Like, when we seen him at Astronomicon last year, you, you know, he had the makeup on, but it didn't have the full effect of watching it yeah. back. And he's this huge dude in the aisleway. He's like, eyes rolled back in his head doing a dance, and <laughs> warriors keeled over on the floor. And the best is or, uh, perfect the whole time is like, He's got a curse on him. Look at what he's doing. And Vince is like, that, that can't be. It must be. He has uh, like the cramps or something. He ate something bad. Clearly, <laughs> it's a coincidence. Yeah, clearly not a coincidence. He clearly is a voodoo master. <laughs> and another funny thing on those is every time they cut to, they have the green screen of Vince in perfect with the fake crowd behind him. What? It... <laughs> There's a green screen? What are you talking about? I mean, they're in the arena, yeah. yeah. So they're wherever they are, Vince opens with, it is dairy month and we're here and wherever like home of the whatever dairy company is like it's valentine's day and this company makes this and then whatever city he's in he has a little tagline and it's i, said, I don't remember yeah. that at all i don't either but it's so funny that each show starts with that and yeah it's just job or squash matches but i'm watching all of them oh yeah it's, and it's got to be the commentary right yeah. like it's not all about talk the about matches. stuff you can't say nowadays oh, yeah we can't talk about here i'm glad i mean Weird things, but I'm glad the network kept that in because I mean, how, what are you going to edit that out? Like, yeah, there's a lot it's of things. weird. It's a weird dynamic, but God, <laughs> the stuff Perfect says at the time is so wrong. Yeah, our buddy Nick is watching all the WrestleManias right now, and every day at work, he's just like, I can't believe Heenan just said that about <laughs> Tito Santana or about Coco Beware. Yeah, and the it's stuff like, about Tatanka right now is not <laughs> PC. Yeah, no, there's not a. <laughs> Even the stuff Tatanka not... says is not PC at the time. <laughs> Oh, you're uh, you're back on the uh, the microphone here. What yeah. microphone are you on? All right, go ahead. We good? Yeah, you know you're good. All right. How is it? Good. It is tasty. Yeah, it is. It's probably one of the best margaritas I've ever had. Thanks to Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Oh, the Broken Skull uh, Margarita. Well, actually, he got it from a different restaurant. He tweaked it for his own version, but it's not too sweet. That was yeah. That's always my problem with the margarita. Too sweet gives you a stomach ache. That's what. Too sweet. <laughs> it's a stomach ache. This one goes down smooth. 
Did you make some for the studio audience, or are you two just uh, making it for yourself? She wanted the sparkling cider over there. This is the second episode in a row where we have a studio audience. Say hello, audience. Hello. Oh, well, number one's asleep, but he just... Yeah, no. Our whole audience is now thoroughly engaged in our conversation. Make some for everybody. It's like one of those cooking shows where they're like, everyone gets a piece of cake. You want one? The, you know the bad, like, Fox 2 morning show where they like... Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> we should be like the let it rip. Jay Towers gets to eat everything. <laughs> we, should, we should all be in a... Yeah, no. That's no one outside Detroit knows what we're talking about now. No. No one outside Detroit listens to us. <laughs> hey, we had uh, no, 56 downloads, I think. No right? one inside of Detroit listens to us, either. Um, so, what are you watching, Jacob? Me, currently? Yeah. Um, the one no. thing I've been binging, I guess, would you say nowadays, is uh, NXT. Is that what the I'm, kids call it these days, binging? Yeah. Um, I think I'm at 439. I'm like... Oh, oh, yeah, 439. That was a good one. No, like I'm just, I'm just. Is that, like, is that the super heavyweight division? I'm just, <laughs> that work for the 439 class? I'm trying to give like a time for. I think it's like June of last year. 439 live. Yeah, that uh, much. The main main thing going on right now is I'd be uh, their world champion. Gargano, Gargano and uh, Ciampa. That's like the main. I'm like right in the middle of that feud right that now. That only encompasses a year and a half. Yeah. Why don't you ask them what their first names are? Yeah, well, what are their first names? Johnny Gargano and Tomasa Ciampa. Look at that. That's what I would have said. Yeah, I'm sure you would have. You would have <laughs> but, said Minoro. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I've been watching. Uh, yeah, and we just talked about that the other day. Like, you just watched their takeover match where he uh, got handcuffed. Yeah. Have you seen those, Chris? i seen the takeover match at SummerSlam last oh, year. Christ. So that there's, there's like four, three or four of them. Oh, wow. You I, think always, I think this is the second one, that one. You always talk about, like, stuff you need someone to, like, show you what yeah. to watch. So... I'm not huge on those two. Like, they're good, but I'm not like, oh my god, they're the best things ever. Um, that sounded like I was a super fan girl. <laughs> like, oh my god, they're the best things ever. Um, but no, like, if you're going to watch something from NXT, I think you watch those two wrestling each other in the Cruiserweight Classic, because they were a team, and okay. they wrestled each other. Their matches with The Revival, Oh yeah. yeah. and I think they had a three-way with them and Authors of Pain. Then yeah, that Ciampa, would, seen those Ciampa turned on him, and they had one or two matches. Then that one that Jacob's talking about in Chicago, where like they tore up the ring. Yeah, you gave him the DDT like right on the I did see that. That was yeah. sweet. I did see and then that. Then the one after that is where it was, because that was a street fight. And yeah. then the next one is a false count anywhere. That's a summer Oh, no, no, not a false count anywhere. A um, uh, uh, last man standing. Yeah. So like, so yeah, I think that was somewhere because it was in Brooklyn, I think. Yeah. So I seen the two, the ring tear up. Yeah. The... And like the good thing, what I like about those, and again, I don't know who do you credit that to, Triple H or whoever is running stuff. All their stuff, very old school, plays off the last mm-hmm. one. So like, this is going in the middle, but like, they use a crutch as a as a weapon. Yeah. That's the next where I match, just seen... they use a crutch and they tear up the ring. And then they have a handcuff. Like, they ha- use the handcuffs yeah, for that. builds on it. In the next one, they do the same thing. They, like, tease the crutch. They tear up the ring again. They, like, use the handcuffs in a different way. Like, it builds. It's That's not cool. just... I don't know. Like, it makes me... It's like old school where you want to watch the whole thing. Yeah, you're, you're invested, so it, they reward you for being invested. Yeah. As opposed to just, you're tuning in for a match to watch it's a match. totally feeds into my OCD. Like, I can't... <laughs> Just jump into watching one match of a story yeah. or one show or whatever. Like, I need to watch every TNT or every That's, whatever. Uh, my problem with watching Raw and SmackDown and 
We just watched, uh, what was the last thing? Um, Elimination Chamber. And it was good. There was great matches. But I'm like, I, my thing is I need a breather. Like, take me backstage and let me see, like, Otis doing something funny. <laughs> Give me, like, I just and need something. Him drinking the protein shake. Yeah, I need a break. Like, it's just match, 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 match. And, like, at least NXT, the matches, like you said, build off of each other. Yeah. But I don't know. I just need some... NXT has a lot of interviews too. I feel like, or like a lot of backstage. There's stuff. nothing like the the elimination chamber. At least that ended on time. That was like three hours. But I'm like, there literally was not one backstage segment of like note on there. Back in the day, ninety nine, two thousand, there always be at least something. something kind of funny and building a storyline. I mean, Vince was always building a storyline to mm. the main event. And I'm sure they get anymore. They think they do now, and I'm, I'm sure they are. We're just we're seeing it in a different way. Like well, that's we, what I always wonder is. Is it us being grumpy old Ben and saying it used to be better in our time? It could be. Well, I guess, I mean, I'm the median, but I'm kind of, I like more backstage stuff. Yeah, it's it's tough. Like, they're, they're obviously doing something, right? Because they got $2 billion coming in yeah, from Fox I, I or whatever. I think it's the network and... Yeah. We're still watching, so that's, well, that, really that's the thing. The... Is I've watched superstars. I've watched more wrestling now than I did five, ten years ago. But I haven't watched anything modern. Well, come on, this but is what we were just talking about. You well, can't. It's just, it's just recording. It's, that. I'm just saying it's just all going into like it's still. I'm still watching the WWE. Like that's the things everyone complains online. Oh, ratings are down. I'm like, but you're still watching because we're yeah. all watching the network. You're watching something that they're yeah, putting the, out there. Long story. This is gonna get in the <laughs> negative, but like, long story short, it doesn't. They don't care. This sounds horrible, but like they don't care if you watch the current product or not because we're all paying ten bucks a month. Yeah. So, like, it, it, he could, he, the Vince could put on, you know, nonsense and no one could watch it. And I'm sure they still need a product. But they, but, yeah. and, they're great at selling that it's a live show. And outside of football, basketball, really, what do you mean? What's pulling great ratings live? Uh, I'd imagine wrestling's right behind those two at this point. Probably right behind Kelly Clarkson on The Voice. Uh, Jesus. I mean, that's. <laughs> It's a long list, running, weekly, episodic, whatever. <laughs> oh my God. Michael Cole. My, <laughs> referees, bodies, EMTs down. <laughs> Just a shill as everyone's taking a drink. <laughs> Everyone takes a break at that. Um, so back to what we're watching. Did you already say what you yeah, were watching? Yeah, the NXT. Oh, NXT. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what I've been watching. Uh, one thing I did watch recently, and I don't think we all talked about did you guys watch the Nigel McGuinness special? No. No. Oh, that's really good. That's a network one, right? Yes. Yeah. So that came on a month or so ago, after the NXT UK pay-per-view, maybe? That's the I, takeover? I feel like I've watched the first five to ten minutes of all these things, and they've all been awesome, but I've never finished <laughs> them. Awesome. We watched the whole one after uh, Rumble. Yeah, we weren't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, that, what was that even about? It was Lesnar throwing the bell at Vince. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, I want to go back and title. watch that, too. <laughs> But the uh, the McGinnis one is real good. I think you were you watched Ring of Honor when he yeah. was there. It just basically goes over his story about why he retired. He almost got signed and didn't. That's a tearjerker. That's yeah. good. And they um, use a lot of like Ring of Honor footage. Oh yeah, and... they use a lot of his old footage. Oh, that's cool. And that actually made me uh, go back. So when he retired, he put out a DVD, and I never got it. It was like the what was it called? I forget what it was called. The Last Call of McGinnis, I think. Okay. And uh, it just took you through, like, him almost getting signed and having to retire or whatever. 
he put something on Instagram, like, hey, I still have a couple copies of these left. I was <laughs> nice. in, like, I went and bought one, and he sent it to me. So, nice. I mean, I bought it. I gave him money. But That's cool. Um, he had some just sitting around, though, from, like, back in the day. Yeah, so I think it shows a lot of the same stuff that I showed on the network, but, I mean, I need to give that a watch. But, well, that's, uh, yeah. don't want to jump ahead, but preparing for the five count, I was looking up old things and pulling out old DVDs, and I didn't watch them, but there's a few of mine that, from that era, like late two thousands, mm-hmm. like love to rewatch from. Yeah, there's so much good stuff. Like Edge of Guinness's run in the Indies and stuff. You might be in a show or two of mine. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> here we go. So yeah, if we're this isn't like a uh, you know recommendation section or whatever, but that's a good watch, and that's what I watched yeah, recently. I, so. There's so I, many that I gotta watch. Like, not to cut you off, but like the Daniel Bryan like 24 special. Yeah, all those. This, yeah, those confuse me. I don't know if we've talked about that before. And then there's there's like three, a 365. Yeah. <laughs> there's a 24. There's a one where they follow you for like the one with Nakamura was like a year, and like Owens was like a year. I just really? feel they're all the same to me. They're I feel just like, one like I feel like I watched one that was like a month. And I'm like, uh, it defeats. Uh, it's hard. Like you can't know what's gonna happen or like who's gonna get hurt or the struggles yeah. for a year. But like, I, it's still a cool idea. Like I'm I not, watched I, the, all of those are awesome. Like yeah. I haven't watched. Oh, the Becky Lynch one was only like the man. Yeah, it was only like a month or two. The, I don't think there's been one that works well special. To. Yeah, that I don't like. Like, they're all... Everything about every WrestleMania, there was one about, like, the Monday after. They're all awesome. I watched the first 15 minutes of that Mark Henry one, and that was great. Yeah. I love Mark Henry. Yeah, he's real good. dude. Like, on there, he's like tearjerker story right out the gate about how oh, it's like no. <laughs> the hometown like he's from a small town they all raise money to like get him to the olympics and stuff i, I was, like, I I was one like it. i want to be plugged into this but i'm like it's 11 30 at night i can't yeah they're, continue <laughs> they're tough to watch so that's what we're watching do we want to uh take the mic out into the crowd and see what anyone in the live audience is watching right now <laughs> Uh, no, she's live probably, audience, anybody? Raise your hands. She's probably watching TNT with Chris, I think. That's she did right. have to watch a lot of TNTs. Wait a minute, that's not the TNT song. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TNT stole that theme song from someone. That's crazy. Danielle got to watch a lot of Don Morocco, stoned out of his mind on the couch. <laughs> you, <laughs> who was stoned out of their mind? Don Morocco? Danielle was wishing she was to watch Don Morocco stoned. <laughs> oh. Tom Morocco's in my just outside my top five. Yeah, he's in, he's he's creeping. All right, you're creeping. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so is that it? I think we're good on that. Yeah, good on all that. I don't want to divulge more into my nitro watching. I've oh yeah, we one. have many episodes to talk about more of what you're watching. So, margarita's still good. Oh yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think. Uh, that's it. I mean, we've only wasted, you know, 40 minutes on the opening of the episode, so <laughs> let's cue the uh, Guilty Simpson song and get to the five count. Five. Oh, my. Five. Oh, he wants Simpson. a five. five. He wants a five count. A five count. There's a sick man. There is a sick man. Well, well what about this five count? You are demanding of officials throughout the World Wrestling Federation, not for a three count, but a five count. You only have... The only man in the history of professional wrestling to demand the five-pound You're going to get a five-pound. Do you hear that? You're going to get a five-pound. Five! All right, it's time for the five-count, and this week's topic is... Top five live shows we've attended. That is correct. 
We have been to lots of different shows, you know, over our lifetimes. Some of us longer than others. Got it. Trying to dig back memories, I'm like, I was at that show? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I thought this was going to be easy, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to knock off all the cool ones, and I'm just going to, whatever. But it's it's hard. It the was harder than I thought. The stuff that stands out isn't so much the card. Like you, We went to Daniel Bryan's fair... Went to Danielle Bryan's? <laughs> <laughs> we went to Bryan Danielson's farewell run on one of his shows. and No, you didn't. Yeah, we did at the... Uh... Well, the first one. Oh, the indies. Uh, the Dragon Gate show. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. See, this <laughs> See? is funny. We're going to pull up stuff that we to- I totally forgot about. And so. I'm like, that's I'm an awesome moment, but that doesn't stand out compared to a card that wasn't even that great. It's just kind of funny what stands out, like sure. top of your mind. So this is going to be, uh, we'll notice how this plays out here in a little bit, of what constitutes your favorite live event. So I think there's different elements. You know, I don't want to spoil. We'll talk about that at the end of oh, yeah, what made each one special for mm-hmm. each one of us. But Yeah, um, I think almost every one of them is like a different reason for mine. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's... Yeah, thank you for reiterating. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> well, you probably said it better than I did. I don't know. Uh, this is just another way to get to know who we are. You know, uh, you get to see what shows we've been to, what we like, what we don't like, how long we've been watching, that kind of thing, so... Who wants to go first? Should we allow the guest? No, um, he should, should go in the middle. Yeah, I was going to say, I should at least go, since this is my first time. I was thinking this whole day that Jacob's not a guest anymore. He's like the third wheel, but then he got bumped down. He yeah, got he could have been, but no. Yeah, just outside. Just Man, outside. whatever. <laughs> so, uh, you want I, st- I went first last time, I believe so. Uh, are you sure about oh, that? Oh, no, you're right. You went... You went first last time. All right, you go first. It doesn't okay. matter. No one listens. No one's <laughs> listened to the to <laughs> last rules. episode. Oh, the, right. we got to talk about the rules of the five count. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let me pull up the rules because I don't um, remember them. <laughs> uh, yeah, come on. It's my first time. I got to hear the rules at least. <clears throat> All right. You got it. You've. Oh, yeah, I guess you haven't heard the rules, have you? Well, yeah, so, I've listened. But... You've listened? Thank you for your download. <laughs> So the Did rule- you rate, review, and subscribe? So, I didn't give you five stars yet. Yeah, speaking of, we're still not on iTunes, so however you're listening <laughs> you to this... Can you figure out why the whole No, we have not. Uh, however you're listening to this, we appreciate your download, um, but it's not through iTunes. No thanks to Apple. The five count that we're about to get into is a subjective list. We reserve the right to change our opinions whenever we see fit. Um, as we've talked about, our list today could be different if you ask us again tomorrow. God knows if we did our top five... Of all time, again, mine would be a little different. The top three is solid, but yeah, oh, it gets screwy down there. At your, the ba- your top five today would be, <laughs> mine would be totally different. Mine may have no Europeans instead of five <laughs> Europeans. So we reserve the right to change any of those as we see fit. Uh, rules for each list are subject, are subject, <laughs> are subject to change due to our personal interpretation, which we're going to talk about here. I guarantee. I imagine, yeah. yeah. We've already had a pre show meeting and how to not spoil how we you know, judged our own lists. Uh, five Count is meant to be a collection of our favorites and not necessarily the best of each thing. That doesn't really apply here because, you know, it's not like a best show. It's yeah. our favorite memories. You know, memories. Yeah. That's really what we're talking about is the memories. We don't look at each other's lists. God knows we've 
already been accused of cheating by looking at each other's <laughs> list yeah, today. And so. when I was making the margaritas, I don't know what you guys were <laughs> sneaking looking at my list. Yeah, we were erasing Jacob's number, so he <laughs> couldn't see what he was doing. But our lists have been sealed and guarded, so we couldn't even look at them because they're sealed in that envelope right there. So yeah. It's like the NBA lottery where they come out with a big envelope and they pull out the card. I think our... Uh Host, not host, our uh, intro guy brings him up. What's his name? Feathergate? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, he's the, he came and went. Yeah, I thought but maybe he had the envelopes. He just dispersed them and left. Yeah, he he did a good job of keeping them sealed, but then he just left them here. Lloyd could have licked them <laughs> open. So we respect everyone who's a part of the business, so nothing we say here is meant to be a personal knock. We all understand that, but... Again, for some reason Pete always has to turn a dig to Dave Meltzer. Well, sometimes he just has to deserve he's, it. He's just trying to make a living. How come you always knock Jim Cornette on this? <laughs> I'm so sad he blocked me. <laughs> You're sad that he accused you of stealing his action figures. This is true. That, that was great when that box with the recycling bin, just a Jim Cornette huge on the side of it. You stole his figures. There was nothing in there. It was an empty box I used to throw shirts in. All right, so we all agree with the rules. Yeah. You agree with that? Do you have any uh, issues? Nah. You understand these rights as they've been written to you? Yeah. Or read to you, not written to you? Oh, man, those margaritas are strong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're talking our top five favorite live events of all time that we have attended. Christopher, you can go number uh, first. Number okay. <laughs> so I want to break the rules right out the gate oh, here. Of course. <laughs> so I was... Trying to think of events, and I have a few that come to mind, and I'll mention them in the honorable mentions here at the tail end of this. But I can't pick a show of this era, so this is <sighs> this is two, already going off the rails. Two thousand two to yeah, two thousand one to two thousand two, I'd say, was most of these. It was a local federation called the Insane Wrestling Federation. Is that what it was called? As IWF. That yes. is correct. So there is no shows in mind because they all kind of blend together as one event to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you were 17 and drunk at all of them. We were not. Like... Actually, we were, me and Steve were discussing that. We were like, I don't think we ever drank it before or after any of those shows. But we'd go once a month to the, it was called the El Mata Hall in Dearborn, Michigan. Great. And uh, I was thinking about this. There's been so many indie shows of that you know time frame. Or Growing up, I'd go to Great Lakes Wrestling, I think it might have been called. Yeah, at the um, Wayne Westland Center. Yeah, that was the first show I ever seen. My grandma took me. That's where I first met Roddy Hogan as a young child. <laughs> oh, and that show was Sexton Hardcastle, D'Lo Brown, Don Morocco, <laughs> Honky Tonk Man, which I still have the autograph from. And I think Greg Valentine was there. I don't know, but it was, yeah. Uh, one of the Chicken Boys showed up and called out the Insane Clown Posse. There we go. Of course. The sweet what? name, Chicken Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Death Dealer, Tommy Starr. But, like... Indie wrestling in the era was just mismatched shows. Like, there wasn't anything where IWF, for those two years, were kind of building a story and, like, almost felt like IWA Mid South at that time, where, like, they kind of had their own. You, you felt like you had your own promotion for that little bit there. Oh, yeah, it was our local. So, <laughs> I can't believe this is the first time this has ever come up. But what the hell is your peck? Like, I have no idea. I don't know where you're going. <laughs> just I'm, I'm just the... IWF shows at the Almada Hall from 2001 to 2002. That's your peck. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I started breaking the rules. Oh my God. I'm just lumping a so era. That, that I can't would be even... like me now, like, picking just, like, Clash Wrestling, like, all of their shows then, yes. right? Oh. <laughs> I, you're, I, I told know. you, I'm breaking the rules. I'm so, the I'm so, I can't even, I don't know what's going on. But that's I mean, okay. We, I could say one show because I just dubbed it to DVD from an old VHS tape that we had over there. It was 
Punk Cabana invaded, and they're the anti-hardcore guys. That was a good one. So they, they started the show wrestling each other, I believe, and then they turned on the crowd and came out and beat down the lynch mob and everything, and they were the anti-hardcore storyline against Corporal Robinson and Necro Butcher and the, and the like. That, they were against the lynch mob, I believe. Was that yeah. their name? Their group name? Corp, Cashflow, and Too Tough Tony. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because they broke up in the two. Oh, now we're getting real deep into <laughs> local... Uh... But I'm just saying the memories of we'd go there once a month. You'd kind of know a storyline where most of these shows... I mean, I guess you said Clash is the local one and yeah. Evolve comes here and you kind of have a story. But we would go every month and be building off of those stories each week and... I don't know, there was great shows, great talent they were bringing in. Sabu at that time was coming in. He was he actually was. still in great shape, putting on good matches. There was insane Whoa. hardcore <laughs> matches. Are you insinuating that he's not capable of doing that at this time? I, I did not want to insinuate okay, that. I'm just, just making sure. You know? I'm just saying he's an older gentleman now. He's not, he's not still in the ring. There were a lot of good people back then. I, I won't knock the IWF lineage if you will um so no that, that i don't want to say that's a good pick because you're all because over. it's not a pick it's good it's, it's broad not, pick i guess yeah but i understand where you're coming from like yeah the, i just can't narrow it down because my brain just lumps it all together there were a lot of good stuff going on there and yeah i mean that's really where we like started hanging out yeah. the iwf shows like all of us uh, and as you were talking i pulled up <laughs> oh my god i pulled up the card where punk and cabana opened okay which is funny because you probably just you said you put this all on yeah. dvd some names on here are real funny <laughs> so punk and cabana opened stevie lee versus damon star yes <laughs> we're talking local names here yukon braxton and elvis he was, elliott he was going to be like the big local dude he UConn was the braxton. man uh chris hero wrestled yeah. gutter that's a good one. Gutter? Uh, gutter. He had a gutter. <laughs> so That's don't great. disparage the good goddamn name of Gutter. That that show, Chris Hero had Mario Gennetti written on his written on his tape. Oh, God, I remember that. <laughs> um, let's. I'm skipping around here, but you had Vampiro, Briar yes. Wellington, uh, Necro Butcher, Robinson Apondo, like a lot of hardcore stuff in here. Um, but let me go back for a second, because this is a great story that I love. <laughs> and I'm taking up your... That's fine. This list. is all it's about is so stories of what happened. We just said that Stevie Lee defeated Damon Starr. Do you remember who Damon Starr was? That's Reggie's brother, right? Yes, is our friend Reggie, his brother. Later on on that card, Loverboy Steve, if you remember Loverboy <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve... I was a big fan of Loverboy Steve. ...defeated a young, up-and-coming rookie named Chris Saban, <laughs> <laughs> who was a total jobber. Him and Damon Starr were like the two jobbers. That's when Punk and Cabana started. We thought they were just two job guys. We're yeah. like, bring out the lynch mobs. <laughs> so I don't think it was after this show. There was some other show where Chris Saban got a win. And we were hanging out with Reggie and his brother. And I swear to God, he goes, what does Chris Saban have that I don't? Like he was shit talking Chris Saban. Who goes on to be TNA heavyweight champion, like one of the greatest tag teams of all time. And Reggie's brother is just like, what does he have that I don't? I should be getting that one. Reggie, to his credit, Reggie's brother had a great gimmick then. He, he did. Had, he had a character. What was I, he? Flaming Damon Star. <laughs> he was uh, an effeminate man. Who liked to dance. He did like to dance. And on that show, he dances on Reggie. <laughs> yes, I do recall that. I always just think it's funny that Chris Saban was like yeah, job rookie guy. job guy, and then he turns into... That 
Pondo Butcher main event was that was the spooky gas from all the fluorescent oh, yeah. <laughs> light bulbs all over. <laughs> Lots of nonsense going on there. So, all right, that's just one little glimpse into the IWF. So, yeah. you never went to an IWF show, did you, Jake? Oh, was I was like asking yeah. questions, like because I don't think I've ever been to one. So, no, that was good. Um, ran by At Huck and Frannic Frank. I don't know what Frank's up to now, but we still no, see Huck. Huck's around. always around, yeah. But yeah, no IWF, great local federation for your Detroit mid 2000 well, hopefully get these dvds up on youtube uh soon enough yeah we watch. got the uh we got the go-ahead that we could do that yeah actually we just didn't get any go-ahead so <laughs> i i took no as a yes i took nothing as a yes so. a good friend of ours once said they said they didn't say anything so i'm gonna say that's a yes that's good enough for me all right so iwf everything <laughs> for you. 2001 to 2002 all right. all right so jacob who's your uh number five who right. what is your number five favorite live event show so my number five pick uh it was march 18th 2015 oh i remember it well march 18th 2015 uh, I, I, i'm gonna run down the card real quick it's, it's a terrible card but it's more the experience so all right i need Ty- to go get something to drink you just keep talking i'll be back tyler breeze defeated Callisto. um Blake with Murphy defeated Colin Cassidy. <laughs> Alexa Bliss defeated Sasha Banks. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and then Kevin Owens defeated Alex Riley. That sounds so, like a great was this the uh, it was, Royal Oak show? No, it was the first NXT show in Cleveland that we went to. That's a lie. That is not the show that we went to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. Was it not? Which one was the one that we went to then? The one. Yeah, Finn Balor. Was that the one we went to? No, he was at this one. He came in after the... Then why didn't you say that? Yeah, no, it was like, (laughs) he wasn't in a match. He came in after the Owens. So, okay, let's start over. Let me recreate... Oh, fucking... Let me recreate how I remember this. Can you just read over those again real quick? Tyler Breeze defeated Kalisto. I think I remember that. Stop. (laughs) Blake defeated Colin Cassidy. Also known as Big Cass. Yeah. Uh, Alexa yeah, Bliss no. <laughs> defeated Sasha Banks. Okay. And Kevin Owens defeated Alex Riley. And then after that is when Baylor, Baylor came out. And uh, Were, weren't wasn't the double main event like Neville and Claudio, and then uh, uh, Sami Zayn and someone like. There were two real sweet matches that had guys from the main roster. I could be getting confused in them. Yeah, where'd you get that list? I don't (laughs) think that's the right list. I don't think Kevin Owens was in NXT then. I don't know. Because I think, I swear the main event had, the two main events had some mix of Sami Zayn, Claudio, also known as Cesaro, because he was on the main roster and he came back down. And that was when they had that. Match of takeover race, so they're kind of running that. Yeah, he was like back and forth a little bit. So, I, I just think you have the wrong card. <laughs> it could be because, like, literally the reason why I picked it was just the entire road trip and after the whole after show. Well, I was gonna so, say the main event wasn't. <laughs> the main event was. That's not what I was what trying to said. pull it up. It was but like, you dead homie. <laughs> yeah, same so, Yeah. Well, let's just let's skip ahead. <laughs> the, the, let's not let the results get in the way of a good story. So uh, it was at the what was the name of that venue? Agora. The Agora. Yeah. And that was an early show, and you were playing Supercard on your phone the whole time down there. <laughs> yeah, that was when I was like hardcore Supercarding. So. Yeah, and everyone was making. <laughs> you were also. <laughs> that is. <laughs> 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 
Uh, all right. Anyways, um, so yeah, you were playing Supercard in the back, talking about your new Rick Rude card, and how- yeah. So yeah, that was first aspect. Was that the time we stopped for the grilled cheeses or no? That was the grilled cheese place. Uh, melt. Um, maybe. And then we were supposed to go see the uh, Christmas Story house. Yeah, we but did not. but you're a stupid Mark, and I didn't want to go see that, so we didn't. <laughs> or no, was that the. Uh, was that the um, Bavar- the like sausage place? That was the Great Malenko show going <laughs> oh, on. <God. laughs> All right, so you know, yeah. quick side note: when we said our favorite shows, I was afraid you were going to come with your favorite five concerts, <laughs> and I was just waiting for you to be like, "Oh yeah, number five, you know, like Carly Rae Jepsen or whatever." And I'd be like, "Not our list." So I'm. But glad I mean, that- I guess this one is kind of like the pick because like we were there hanging out, and then after we got into the Blaze show. So I mean, this one was. Just just the whole entire experience, like the whole car trip, the <laughs> melt experience. I remember I had the Bullet Club shirt early on at that show, and like the amount of two sweets from people at that, I was like, when it was just like everyone was super into it, like right out the gate at that. Yeah, end. you were just so far ahead of the curve. That was. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like it was early on of the. You stood up there and you're like, I watch New Japan. <laughs> I'm better watch. than all of you. I bought the shirt just because I like Gals and Anderson's podcast. <laughs> I think that that was the one I bought my uh, Sami Zayn t-shirt too. That yeah, little, I did next, buy that one as well. There, yeah, is that we the one where, that. where you almost got in a fight in the crowd at oh, at the Blaze the, show? Yeah, the after, I think yeah, some guy was trying to give me a CD, and you were like, "Get out of here!" Like, how can we call it the after show? There's this venue had two rooms, and we paid for one and snuck into the other. That, that there wasn't an after party; it was just a straight up. We you know we're friends with the Magic Ninja folks. We're telling them that we just snuck into their after show um yeah i don't remember (laughs) so yeah this one for me was just more the experience that's why i maybe got the card wrong right there but yeah it was still fun that was a cool different venue for wrestling what what was the date you had on that uh march 18th 2015 i remember it was cold as hell i think you may have just uh, not to like go off topic i think you picked something that was something on the same loop but not the same not that show because I'm looking at one right now, and it looked like Owens and Neville. Sami Zayn cut the promo. Yeah. It was oh, yes, I do remember that. Balor and Cesaro. Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, and Alexa in a four-way. Wow. Hideo Itami and Tyson Kidd. Like, was that the show we saw? I do remember that Tyson Kidd. Does, I remember Charlotte being there now. Yeah, it was Kidd. He was the other one that came down, because yeah. him and Cesaro were yeah, a team. Yeah, they came together. Good call. God, oh, yeah. Cesaro and Balor. Owens and Neville. <laughs> Like what a show! Was it was Joe at that one or was Joe at the? So what, Joe was that, what's no, the date on that one then? This is March. This is great podcasting. <laughs> March seventh, two thousand fifteen, from Cleveland, Ohio. Hmm. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's all good. I gotta say. So you're, you're all right. We're, we're off the rails fast. <laughs> the first two picks. Yeah. Well, uh, it gets right. better after this. Says who? <laughs> all right. So you're number five. As I'm typing into my list is NXT Cleveland. Uh, that's also the show where you were directing me how to drive home, and I wanted to drive towards the Great Lakes, and you told me to drive away from the Great Lakes. <laughs> and I'm like, we're going in that. If you look at a map, Cleveland to Detroit, then the lake should be on your right, and you're like, go south. Go south. And we also went to the Waffle House that night. That. That's a five top five moment. It's just a waffle, waffle house. house. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, so that was a good trip. There was a lot going on. With that yeah, show. that's all same. That's mainly more for the trip, but yeah, obviously not for the show because <laughs> you don't remember a fucking uh. match on it. All right, so my number five. <laughs> Chris is gonna like, call me out for this. My number five, IWF. <laughs> <laughs> the, the window of years as well for everything that I just gave you. Um, and yes, I'm gonna call a window on it, but I'm gonna pick. <laughs> A specific one. Not that far back. So we're not talking like the, um, what do you call it? That you were like 2000, 2001, 2002. Yeah, all at the Almada Hall. Yeah, you were going there because ICP was there and you were just a big mark, right? Rude Boy was wrestling in death matches. Yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. So I am talking in 2006. They ran four shows that were in... The American Serbian Hall, uh, right <laughs> on. Is it was on Tramic? No, it was. Detri- it's right by Andrew's house. Oh, really? It's on like uh, Eight and Van Dyke. Okay. For whatever reason, like they took a little break. They did these four shows. People on these four shows. When you go back, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so I just pulled up one, one of the shows because I remember it specifically. Eddie Kingston and Larry Sweeney oh, versus man. Jimmy Jacobs and Zach Gowan. Damn. Uh, Raymond Rowe was on those shows, from, who's now on NXT in okay. the War Raiders. Yeah. Nigel McGuinness was on those shows. Uh, Sabu and Necro Butcher. A couple of these shows had... Uh, uh, this was... Uh, there were four. One of them had uh, Brian Danielson when he was Ring of Honor champion. They had Chris Hero. They had uh, Cabana. Solid, Ridiculous. Solid list. The main event of this one... Hero and Claudio went a half hour. <laughs> and it was right after they got back from Mexico, and Hero does this crazy-ass move where he jumps, like, from the ring, does a handstand over the ropes and onto the apron, and land. Damn. And we're like, oh, my Damn. God. Um, those two go in a half hour in Detroit. That's sweet. And when I say there were 20 people in the crowd, <laughs> I am exaggerating. I mean, the hall you mentioned, I'm like, never even heard of this no. building. Uh, it's It was insane that they pulled these people in for those four shows and i love those guys they just i don't know where they got the money to pull kingston and and danielson and excalibur and the show before that had cabana and mcginnis in the because even like you mentioned that's the era when those guys are in ring of honor so it's like yeah i remember uh, he may have lost it during that but danielson came out with the ring of honor title oh really in front of a dozen people (laughs) sweeney had a sweet promo too obviously yeah. there was something there was like an elevator or something and there was a kid in it when it opened and he looked he's like make that kid pay he can't listen to my promo for free that era the 2006 that's when he was so good yeah the, those four shows of iwf a dozen people is there dvds of those like i think there were and andrew may have one or two of them like he always bought it from the, the yeah. one before because um, I think they had promos. They had backstage promos. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen them. But, um, yeah, that was a great era. I'm pretty sure Andrew and I went to all of them. I don't know where I was for any of that. Yeah, you were lost in the, <laughs> the world. Were they during the fall? They might have been during yeah, machine games. Yeah, during machine games. <laughs> so my number five favorite live event, IWF, Hero and Claudio nice and double Cabana. IWF. Double well, IWF. Uh... Yeah, that's crazy that we did it that way. <laughs> but that is what happens. So, number four for you. Ooh, wow, we're going long, but that's okay. We're This is important stuff. Our studio <laughs> audience has fallen asleep. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Well, my, we, we could do my number four kind of quick because everyone knows this one. So this one happened on April 1st, 
2007. Oh, posters up. Yeah, people know it's it's that time of the year. WrestleMania 23 at Ford Field. WrestleMania 23. That's so a good I've, one. I've the, never been to a WrestleMania. The actual show, though, not good. It was actually pretty good. We rewatched it. I mean, that was 10 years ago now, and we did a rewatch. <laughs> oh, my but God. We ranked them all at that time. It was pretty high. And I can't imagine anything through the late 20s and 30s really beat up. Yeah, yeah. better, but... Uh, I guess just the spectacle of it, and this is before we had access and now the entire weekend of shit. But at that time, we had Ring of Honor had back-to-back shows Friday it, and Saturday. Got what? Oh, the Austin <laughs> Stone Cold. Um, he had too much. <laughs> he had too much margarita. Margaritas are down. The Austin um, fell. That's funny. I didn't even think about that, but you could combine that whole weekend. Cause yeah. Th- did you go to both shows? Yeah. Both Ring of Honor shows? It was the Dragon Gate like yeah. dual shows, and they had Oof. an insane cage match. Yeah, I, I was going <laughs> to mention that later, but you're right. Like that was is that at least oh, yeah, I'll, okay, I'll well, just talk about the yeah, yeah, the exactly. WrestleMania show. So we don't need to talk about the card. You know, everyone's seen it. Everyone knows. Uh, C- Cena coming in the entrance was great. Where he's gunning the Mustang, yeah, Mustang through the streets of Detroit, Detroit. breaks through the glass. I'm trying to think of anything funny that happened before. I don't know where we went before. Because me, you, and Andrew went. You were there, but you were somewhere else. Yeah, right? I was with like a different group. Mom. Yeah, we went. You were I, young then. I mean, how yeah. old were you at that point? Um, twelve. Twelve. Oh my goodness! <laughs> how crazy is that? We went in definitely two different cars. I remember there were six of us. Yeah, we went in two cars because. T- Tom comes up in all of our episodes. <laughs> Didn't he hit? Yeah, a I was in that car. car. I okay. was in that car leaving. I think I was in a car with me, Rhino, and Bob. <laughs> was Bob up here for that? That is that the weekend? We, that yeah, because that's where we were going to go to the Fozzie show in Windsor. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's when he gave me the Ric Flair chop. I think. <laughs> was, <laughs> was that like, the same show? Speaking of Rhino, where we got White Castle. Yeah. Rhino dropped his phone in the bag. <laughs> my mom, my mom's house, and she's like, "There's a phone ringing in the garbage." And it's Rhino's phone in the garbage can. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember that. That's a good one. Right after WrestleMania, we went to. Uh, did you go with us? We went to Ramshorn. Yes. And we, we said separate cars, but we all wound up at that. Yeah. Right over here. The in one Bologna. on. Yeah. And if I recall correctly, that was the one where a guy came in and they said. You can't be here. And he goes, Oh, I forgot. Because the night before he came in and was like hitting on the waitress and like slapped her or something. Wow. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I forgot. And just turned around. And we're like, What is going on? That was thinking of the show before we get in. It's a huge line, blocks down. We're down by Hockey Town. You know, unless you're in Detroit, you know what it is, but it's a few blocks outside of the venue. As we're all waiting to get in, there's like one of them. Uh, religious television, I don't know what you call him, the guy on the soapbox, oh, yeah, yeah. like a legit soapbox, he's standing on it yelling with a megaphone how we're all going to hell and all this. Well, that's, I do remember, remember that. People are just giving him the what. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember them giving away Jekyll Brothers. Yes, they, no, it was Hell's Pit. Uh, they had boxes yeah. of Hell's Pit CDs. Maybe. That's funny. Yeah, that was strange. But I, I just remember sitting there waiting for the pre-show, all this, and I'm like, that stage looks cool, none, whatever. And then, like, the second they went through the intro and the, you know, music stopped and the lights hit, insane the amount of lights. I'm sure now it's even crazier, but yeah, that was, at that point, that was a cool spectacle of all the lights going off and shit. Yeah, everything with, like, the, the logo and the entrance and everything was kind of plain, but it was still cool. It yeah. was super clean. And, and that was one I, of the shows where it, was, it wasn't outdoors, but it still had kind of, like, light early because they had the... Yeah, the, yeah, the one side's open. Of, a Ford Field. I always like that look where it gets darker yeah. throughout the, the, the show. When Kane picked up the great collie and body slammed the <laughs> That <giant>. was cool. <laughs> I, will, I will say, like, the entrance, like, the whole, like, 
with the WrestleMania 23 up top. I thought that was cool looking. Yeah. You know, and then they had the two sides that went up. I don't know. It was a cool entrance. That's what. Not a, not a flamethrowers, but. <laughs> and at the time, I don't know where it ranks now, but that was. 80,103, that was the second most next to WrestleMania 3 at that point. I yeah, don't know where. I think they both got bumped. Yeah. The Dallas yeah. beat them both out. Cheaters. <laughs> They'll get beat out when WrestleMania comes to the big house. I Hosted wish. by Jim Harbaugh. 140,000 strong. <laughs> <laughs> They'll pack him to the right. Better get some good storylines going for that one. <laughs> All right, so WrestleMania 23, not a bad pick. Um, oh god, I already know I'm gonna get shit for this one. <laughs> all right, your number four. Well, why would that stop from the previous one? So all right, so my number four. There's another poster in this basement with it. Uh, we done so a recent. You, you were pod- at Stranglemania. <laughs> we we done a recent podcast for it. Um, the Royal Rumble in uh, 2009 in Detroit. Obviously, at the time, my favorite wrestler won the Royal Rumble, so I was really happy about that. Randy Orton winning. The whole spectacle, I think we all drove down there, right? Uh, I think the three of us drove together, that is correct, because yeah. I think we all sat together. Yeah, that was the uh, Stop the Sheik signs, too, mm-hmm. so it's another aspect of it, so I don't really have like a big rundown, because I mean, we just kind of did the whole podcast for it, and kind of mentioned a lot of it during that, so... I don't know if you guys have any fillers with it, but... It no, was... like, I think we kind of covered it there. Like, it was a good show. It was the first and only Rumble I've ever been to, so... Yeah, and that's my favorite pay-per-view is Royal Rumble. So, I mean, seeing it live, doing the countdowns with every wrestler was definitely a cool experience. Your favorite wrestler winning it. <laughs> what a At mark. the time, Randy Orton. Now he's he's falling down, but... Yep. What we didn't discuss when we watched it, the undercard, and Shawn Michaels was... <laughs> Was JBL's like indentured servant? servant, dude. That was a funny storyline. Yeah, that was weird. I did pull up. I don't remember this match though. Jimmy Wang Yang defeating Paul Burchill in the. Uh, it was probably the dark match. I do not remember. We might have that. been eating wings at Sweetwater. Uh, Sweetwater at that point. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that would have been a good one. I don't know. I don't recall that either. I don't remember a lot of the undercard. You said that was the first time you watched any of it when you read the. Yeah, I, I believe that is true. That's crazy. Well. We can't all sit and watch it on DVD. But, yeah, that's my number four. All right, that's a good number four. Um, so, I was going to go WrestleMania 23, <laughs> my number four. But but uh, I'm going to switch it up and go with something else, WWE. I've been to so many WWF, WWE shows, especially in the Attitude Era. Yeah. I just feel like every Raw, every SmackDown, every bad... Survivor Series or whatever was in town. So just trying to think of ones that stick out to me. Off the top of my head, I don't know this whole card because I didn't look it up. But I was at the Raw. It was the go-home Raw before WrestleMania 18. Yes. And the main event was Austin and The Rock versus Hogan Hall and Nash. I'm glad you brought this up because I, I mean, totally forgot about is this that one and not, that was a great one. Like, maybe if you went back, that match is, like, not sweet. But, like, at the time, holy shit. Yeah. Like, those five guys in one match, the rest of the show was probably, I, I don't want to say it was god-awful. Hell, I can't even name cards for uh, NXT, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'm sure there was some good stuff on there, but it all yeah, probably led up to that era. WrestleMania. But, yeah. whew. Like, I just remember, I don't even know if that match was announced. 
or if it just kind of like I think it happened throughout the show, show and it just kind of popped up but like as it was happening I'm like this is and that was like the that was the return of the NWO and it was still kind of like fresh and you know it didn't it kind of fizzled out after that mania you know they kind of then they brought in Big Show and Goldust and yeah. but like when it was just those three and they were like attacking people it was still kind of like working you know yeah there was uh, you can't knock that that era like it only yeah like as you said it's only lasted a couple months, but uh, it was still good. Uh-oh. We got more margarita. Are we still on the margarita episode? It seems like so long ago. Margaritas are still being made. I so, was at that one. Where were you sitting for that one? Let me think. Um, I was sitting across from the camera, so I'm like looking at the hard camera, probably upper deck a little to the right. Okay. It's funny that I can remember shows <laughs> I was, like where I'm sitting. I was on the floor facing the entrance. I've never had this seat. It was weird. But it was like 15, 20 rows back behind you know, the announce table. So it was kind of weird because like when everyone stood, you couldn't see anything. But it was oh, you're on the ice and like you could feel the cold. And I was dressed as Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I had the, the cutoff Hogan tee on. It was freezing, I remember, on the floor. Uh-oh, we're, we've got important stuff going on with salt rubs and margaritas. But yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, because I totally forgot about that one yeah, when I was mean, thinking of mine. Again, like, I, I don't have it off the top of my head, the rest of the show, but God, that was just an incredible moment that I kind of want to go back and re-watch here now that we're talking about. So, that is my number four, you know, and there's a lot of, we'll probably talk about this here in a little bit as I, you know, uh waste time as everyone's <laughs> making their margaritas um i tried to pick one for each federation like i didn't want all wwe mm-hmm. for my top five just because i want to try to diversify it so if we're gonna in lieu of me doing like my nah, i'll wait never mind <laughs> yeah, you forget all you forget what i said about that so my number five was the raw with rock and austin versus okay. the nwo all right so we're on to mine yeah, you. It's your number three. So I'm trying to find the actual date, but I don't see it on here. But the year was 2007. 2007. This was a road trip. Me, you, and An- Andrew, a friend of ours, went on. So you guys have been to plenty of these. Or not plenty, but you went to a few of these before. This is the first one I went to. I went to one or two after this, but it was the 2007 Ted Petty Invitational. Oh, great one. <laughs> that was... A great time. The tr- trip down, hilarious. <laughs> Any road trip, you know, is funny so, stories. So let's reset just for a quick second. The TPI is a tournament that IWA Mid-South ran every year in September from 2000 to 2009. Didn't they bring it back, too? They much? brought back one or two randomly, but, I mean, the heyday was 2000 to 2008 or nine. Yeah. Um, it, was, it started with 16. I think it had expanded to 24. But it was like the best of the best, and it was not the best of the best because that was another tournament. <laughs> but it was the best indie guys of the time, and I mean that was the hottest show of the year for a good eight years. Yeah, so. and this one even—I don't think it was the, you know the peak, but running down. The... Yeah, I, I was looking over <laughs> at your list here. Like I want to see, so like here, list off some of the matches. Here's yeah. the first round. Chris Hero and Two Cold Scorpio oh were buddies on the swings before, and <laughs> Scorpio goes, Kayfabe, brother, Kayfabe. <laughs> Chuck Taylor, Jimmy Jacobs, Eddie Kingston, The Human Tornado, 
Drake Younger and Nate Webb, Claudio and Nigel. Oh my god. Davy Richards and BJ Whitmer. Brent Albright and Tank. I don't remember Tank. Tank, real big dude, had like flames on the bottom of his tights. Oh yeah. Here's okay. a tag team with someone else in yeah. Southern something. <laughs> CJ Otis and Joker. Joker was from um uh, CZW. Okay. CJ Otis is funny because I saw his name and I skipped it on our IWF shows. He was an up-and-comer at the time. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. Quackenbush and Billy Rock. Uh, Brandon Tomaselli. <laughs> the yes. Tomaselli brothers. And Joey Ryan. That was our first encounter, Joey Ryan. Uh, was that the... Uh, okay, go ahead. That's where he bought the Joey Knows Best tee? I think so, yeah, yes. I still have that. I bought like a 2X because it was the only one they had. I'm like, I think, this guy's so cool. I think I have one that doesn't fit me anymore either. Here's a name that when I pulled up, I totally forgot. Josh Abercrombie. I forgot about him too. He <laughs> was really good. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then Devin Moore and Dysfunction. Uh, yeah, I remember Devin Moore. Dysfunction has another funny story. So He's, then the... <laughs> Dysfunction is the weed man in JCW. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So anyways, the finals are three-way, always. So the three finalists were Chuck Taylor, Claudio, and Mike Quackenbush. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. And isn't that the match where Quackenbush landed on his head, or did he do the night before? I think it was – so usually the first round is night one, yeah. and then the two, three, and four rounds are night two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he did that in his first or second match of night two. I think two. it was, yeah. Because he came out, and we're like, there's no way. And that was right in front of yeah, us. Yeah, we were, like, front row dead center. We had a great seat Yeah, and he just ate shit. <laughs> and, I mean, a serious injury. Like, legitimate injury. Yeah, it's he just heard the... Which, yeah. Like, two... Well, we, what was we, that noise? The, that was the, the you hitting your, your drink on the bar. Night, <laughs> night two also had the thump, but it was the bonus match of... Eddie Kingston and Chris Hero in a last man standing match. Oh, man. Let's rewatch that right They brought the guardrail. That's why I said when I was thinking of this, I'm like, man, I need to rewatch this. They brought the guardrail to the ring and we're just headbutting each other on it. (laughs) That was the era, especially in IWA, of just legitimate headbutts. I mean, it sounds like two bowling balls hitting each other. And you're like, oh, makes me ill. But I I remember that because wasn't, again, like, if memory serves, was, I may be mixing it up with another one that... Kingston wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, he filled in actually. I was and like, this. we're like, oh god, this is cool that he's here. Maybe he'll meet up with Hero, and then they both lose, and then they set up the match for the next night, and like that was the feud of the Indies for like a year or two. And the fact that they brought it there, I was fucking pumped. Well, it's funny of TPIs of guys who were supposed to be there. No, don't don't even get into that list. AJ Styles, CM Punk, Colt Cabana, like there's a whole list of 20. This is why Eddie filled in because the guys who were supposed to also be on this card. Could you imagine? Samoa Joe, Alex Shelley, Loki, Matt Seidel, El Generico, Mm. Like, yeah, they're talking S- about an all-star S- list of people. Because I'm like, when I'm going through, I'm like, Joe was supposed to be? I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they always announce people and didn't show. <laughs> but it was still a solid lineup. And I remember Scorpio being there, and we're like, oh, man, is he old? I was going to be, he was, he tore it down because he went, I think he went, oh, he just went to the second round, but I remember him and Chuck Taylor had a sweet match. Chuck Taylor had a nice run there. Like, yeah. that, th- yeah, that whole, oof, that was a good one. Like, that was on my list. Quackenbush is so good. Yeah. Like, we can talk about him in every <laughs> podcast, every list I make. Him and Kingston always get brought up, I feel like, when we start talking I, about the Indies yeah, our uh, favorites. I wish there was more Quackenbush. Like, I could watch that forever. But, 
Um, no, that was a really good one, and it, that was, I don't want to say it was emotional, because that's kind of a little <laughs> over the top, but, like, Quack never won a tournament up to that point. Like, yeah. he never won his King of Trios, he never won any of his own. Um, he was good everywhere, but he never won the big one, and that was, like, the first time he won yeah. a tournament, and that was kind of ridiculous, so it was in sweet fashion. I mean, Got him, Claudio, and, and Taylor in the <laughs> yeah. last. Oh man! Yeah, I, I have the DVDs. I need to pull those out and watch them one day. Yeah, that's that's high quality stuff. So, I'm not hating that. That was on my <laughs> list, so it'll make me want to go back. If anyone out there has not seen the TPI, whew, 2007 is one to watch. That's me. I never went to any of the shows with you guys or seen any of those. So yeah, I gotta no, go back. No, well, you watch. weren't invited. <laughs> you were I was 10 still, years I was, old. I was yeah, young, young hoot then. Yeah, you weren't old enough to hold their beers while they. <laughs> you rat. need some more ice so, in your drink over there too. Stone Cold says you gotta keep it real cold. Real quick, who went with us that year? Was it me, you, Andrew, and Rhino? I thought it was just the three of us. Rhino didn't go to that one? I don't think so. Maybe not. I know Rhino went to a lot like before. He may have went five and six. And I then I think know. just me and you went to 08. Yeah. Which was also funny. It was Dave Taylor and Tracy Smothers. Yeah, and Eddie <laughs> Kingston showed up at that one unexpected. We saw him in the hotel, so it was not <laughs> totally unexpected. But yeah, maybe Rhino wasn't. That was the one I was looking at that one also. And Sarah Del Rey had a run; like she went to the in semifinals. Yeah, yeah. now we're just talking about TPIs. <laughs> but yeah, so good. Oh eight was real good because you're right. It had two people no showed, so you had Necro Butcher and and Kingston wrestle each other. Yeah. Uh, Cassandro, Cassandra, we saw that first, year. First time, that was awesome. Um, yeah, Sarah Del Rey went to like the semifinals. Yeah, she beat Cassandra on the second round and went to the semis. Um, there was a lot of good people at that one, too. Um, yeah, it was weird. It wasn't the usual. Callahan, friend of the pod. Now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the usuals of that, but it was like a lot of good yeah, on names. Card, we weren't thinking it was sweet, and then looking but, back, it actually it was. It was. So, yeah, 08 was a good one, too. So, there was, they were all good. Yeah. When, <laughs> We'll talk about another one in a couple minutes, so don't worry. All right, so that was your number three. Mr. Jacob, have you uh, topped off your, yeah, your uh, yeah. drink there? Yeah, margaritas are all good, so we're back. All right. Um, with my number three pick, it's uh, We Must Eat Michigan's Brain is the title of the... <laughs> it's a Chikara show. All right, I'm I'm taking a break. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm, was, I'm not I'm not knocking Chikara. It was, was about Ohio State Michigan game. <laughs> I, was like, what? I had no idea where you were. Yeah, is that what this. Urban Meyer? No, said? that's like the title of the show. So it was June 26, 2010. Um, the main highlight of it was uh, Brian Danielson. It was the transition from when he got fired yes. from WWE, and the whole reason why I picked this one is because we got the whole meet and greet with him after Look too. Look at you! So I brought I brought some gimmicks here. So <laughs> oh my God, I got now, the our, uh, our Instagram is gonna be blowing up here. Let me see what you got here. I got the uh, ticket from the show with yeah, Brian Danielson's so. autograph. All right. So that was really sweet. I was like getting to meet someone. That's I was like, well, how old was I then? Um, 15. Well, it was nine years ago. Yeah. So I was 15. <laughs> I was still young. I was like Chris when he meets one of his mm-hmm. celebrities. I was starstruck. Um, got to take a picture with him. Have that picture too. I think I have the picture of you too with him. I think that may be my Facebook picture right now, or it yeah. was really. I think yeah. I'm wearing the uh, yeah, Joey what, shirt what too. Shirt? <laughs> that's great. And then you with the. Oh uh, yeah, that's a sweet Danielson shirt. That yeah, I have. that was the. I also bought that shirt there, the uh, violent shirt. I still have that. Too. Yeah, that's I think I have one. that somewhere, but. Yeah, that was probably the main. And then uh, when he was in the ring, I remember everyone throwing the ties. Didn't ties, they? Yes. because not to interrupt you, but it's he got fired from WWE because he choked out yeah. the announcer. 
And so he he went on his little indie tour, and that was that I was don't his know, first show, or was that? It like... It may have been his last one. Yeah, it was one of the two. I mean, yeah, it was. He wasn't gone for very long, but it was awesome that he was there. Yeah. Um, and he wrestled Eddie Kingston. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. Yeah, which. <laughs> In retrospect, I don't remember that match like being good or not. I mean, I'm sure it was because I'm a mark for both of them. But yeah. Like, yeah, just the, the atmosphere was insane. And then at the time, too, I, I was really into the colony. So <laughs> colony they, they had a match. I think they had individual matches oh, as I pulled yeah. it up. It's uh, Green Green Ant versus Mike Quackenbush, Pink Ant and Lince Dorado versus... Lince Dorado is now in <laughs> NXT. This is going to be funny. We're going to... Oh. No, I just thought of another show I need to pull up on my list. <laughs> Versus Osirian Portal. Uh, Delirious and Ultramantis Black, which was also another... Oh, yeah, you missed that when you are taking a bathroom break. Um, <laughs> Ultramantis Black is great. Yeah, I, got, I got his vinyl. And <laughs> you do have that? That's the thing I mentioned earlier. Uh, the Ultramantis Black, I remember we got a towel for you. And that was the <laughs> night of the Tiki Party. And we came back, we gave you the towel. I think that towel might still be under the deck. It's somewhere in that yard. <laughs> See, I, I thought that was a mask. I got that confused. But you're right, it was Because you bought a towel the next time you guys went to I still haven't seen a Chikara show. Yeah, that was that was probably the main highlight. And then there was the, yeah, as I mentioned, the Kingston, Danielson, um, Aries, Claudio, and Tursus. Yeah, there was like the three uh, Swiss Money Holding, I yeah, think they were the versus nice. the Soul Touches. Um, ah, very European. <laughs> but yeah, that was a pretty solid card. I mean, but yeah, the main highlight was meeting Brian Danielson. That is insane. He's in Taylor, fresh off of getting fired from WWE. Yeah, it was... That's what we were trying to determine. Was it fresh off the firing, or was it like his last show before he went back? So, what was the date on that? Uh, June? June 26th. So, he came back. I that was... take it from the Dragon Gate when it was like before he got signed. That's September 6th, 2009. So then he went through NXT, got fired, but he came back at SummerSlam. So that had to be his first one back, and not his... Because he must have been running until... This yeah, just so. proves that we didn't look at each that's, other's that, lips. Like we said, the point of the... You also missed the pictures when you were in the bathroom. <laughs> yes, look, at, that look at my hair. Yeah. I had great These hair. And then I have the Joey Ryan shirt. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was, remember that night. Yeah, so there's so much. that I was thinking about that show, too. Again, I just take over everyone's stories. <laughs> You're the host. You, gotta, yeah. you, you steer I, us in the right direction. We're over here drinking margaritas. So you got to steer the ship. I remember, the strong, stone cold margaritas. <laughs> I remember it was me and you, and I wanted to remember if it was the night of the tiki party because a hundred percent i got in a fight with my girlfriend at the time that day a hundred percent and like i just couldn't remember i put it all together because i yeah i just i remember that there's also another aspect of the show we were standing next to uh oh yeah violent J the entire show i forgot look at jj look at jj i forgot all i remember about him that. buying uh jj all the wrestling figures there i think but yeah that was another aspect of the show and that was at the Taylortown Trade Center or whatever. I remember right? you guys yeah. said there was like a guy selling Hasbro's there and stuff. I remember that there was. A, <laughs> I think yeah. I still have the picture. There's a one of those like the petitions to sign to get Hank Williams and the. And the, the oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was there. That's fantastic. I'm positive. I still have that yeah, picture. Yeah, they had like, like I still have a right. T-shirt for that. <laughs> To like set the scene, like the ring and all that was like in the to left. Set the scene, <laughs> like I mean, just to like say no, like what we're talking. Yeah, <laughs> you're the, just a professional podcaster. The ring was like all the way to the left, like so you like went in through there, but um, huh? it was like a convention style, like <laughs> convention style. I mean, not convention. <laughs> it's uh, like WrestleCon there, like Astronomicon, like 
con style to where they had like a bunch of vendors yeah, I throughout the, it, was all, yeah. it was almost like Taylor uh, yeah, Gibraltar yeah. yeah so yeah you could that's where we seen the guy with all the Hasbros and it's funny like in retrospect I remember it differently but Clash now runs there but when you go in Clash is to the right I rem- I remember us going you go in and it was to the left yeah that's so maybe there was something uh, there's like a Happy's Pizza there now or <laughs> yeah. something so maybe they, but like yeah I, I remember still remember to a Clash show I know those are good I remember going in and like waiting in line to the left. Yeah, that's and yeah, so I remember that show very well. That's funny that you bring that up because I was I thought uh, you would maybe include it or at least mention it. But yeah, I didn't put it on my list. Just outside the top five, but no, I remembered it. I don't think I had it on my list. I have like oh, you know, I do. <laughs> I just listed every like fed and mm-hmm. with notes about him, and I did have the Danielson one as a as a note. But you know, that was a good one. Um, if anything, just because we saw Danielson on his back on the Indies. Yeah, that was for sure. Real cool. And then the tiki party after, and, <laughs> and the lost towel. Oh, it's all. It's a happening. It is a happening. All right. I had some food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, I think you were food poisoned for sure. So, you good? Do we have any other yeah. stories about no, that one? Pretty so, much it. All right. It's so, back to me, or is it? No, I'm on my number three. My number three has to do with. Your boys on the corner of Swanson and Retner. Oh, man. ECW show on, let me look at the date, because I, after you guys were talking about dates and stuff, I had to look at mine. Oh, you're going to miss the best story. It's not the best story. It's out of his era. Yeah, it is. Um, It was on July 8th, 2000. It was a house show. At the ECW Arena. I'm so jealous. I've never been in that building. <laughs> so, me and our buddy Tom drove. <laughs> I don't know why we went. It had to just be for that. Like, I don't remember. Is this the all. only show you've seen in the arena? Yeah. Uh, the only ECW, ECW show. ECW show. We went, I think me and Bob saw a Jersey All-Pro show there, <laughs> which was also funny. But yeah, I, now in retrospect, was there... <laughs> <laughs> we may have seen like ICP or Twister or something <laughs> there, but we went a couple times to Philly in, in that era. So I'm, uh, I'm missing. I could be mixing up my times, but um, yeah, it was the one and only time. It was one of the last shows. I think it was supposed to be the last show at the arena. Okay. But they ended up doing like one or two more, so that sucks. That you're like, oh, is it the last yeah, one? Yeah, you went thinking it's gonna be. It's still. It's, I went to the, the third to last game at Tiger Stadium, so yeah. I feel like I'm still. I was like the, still last, the last weekend at Tiger Stadium, you know. <laughs> Just to run down the list while we're waiting for Jacob to come back from the bathroom. <laughs> Real funny, like some of these names and what I remember. Tajiri and Mikey Whipwreck, second match of the show. <laughs> Just incredible. Who was the world champion versus Jean Pierre Lafitte. Who PCO <laughs> is now PCO. I remember at the time being like, "This is weird," and looking back, it's real like, weird. At, at this point, did they know they're folding? So like, the champion is like, it's weird that the champion's in the second match. Like, yeah, I think it's just because it was a TV taping, so there's a lot of everything just mismatched. I think okay. so. There's a four-way dance with the Baldies, the FBI, uh, Chetty and Nova, and York <laughs> and Matthews. Random. Yeah. Um, also, because the FBI was there. <laughs> We had a pizza box, and we wrote Big Sal, Eat My Sign, yes. and that was our sign. That was good. Did they come out still to Stain a Lot? That I, da, 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 stain a Lot. Can they make it a right time? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, Kid Cash and Easy Money. You had Jerry Lynn and the Sandman versus Rhino and Carino. And 
again, I'd have to go back and check, but it was, the main event was Rob Van Dam and Balls Mahoney. I think that was when RVD was hurt and he was just coming back. Okay. So he wasn't on TV yet, and that was his like trying out the Van Terminator. Oh really? Like the coast to coast because we saw it. And we're like, oh yeah, because oh. 2000. I was thinking they're folding at the point. They weren't folding anywhere. They well, it, was like, it was only like six months left. I thought they, they went through all of 2000, didn't they? They did, but this was in July. Oh yeah, you said July. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's not too much. <laughs> okay, enough. yeah. So I think he was just on his comeback because it looks like Rhino was the TV champion. Yeah. So. Yeah, Van Dam was just coming back, and I we remember like, holy shit, like that, because I think they kept teasing that like he had a new move, and we're like, oh my god, that was ridiculous. I, it's weird to me, like thinking that the Van Tamerer was that late in the game. Yeah, it was in my mind. It was like they were still thriving when he was doing yeah, it. Yeah, no, he wasn't doing it against like Jerry Lynn. I don't think <laughs> it was way after that. But yeah, I just remember. I mean, obviously. I don't have to go through the show, but I, I also... I, I just want to hear about the building, because in my mind, like, it's built like the, like it's, it's like, like the, when you go to Rome, I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, look at this building. Also of note, just real quick, I think that was one of Raven's last shows on his comeback. Oh, really? So he did WCW, mm-hmm. came back, like, won the tag titles with Dreamer, Yeah. and then I think that, that was... That was at, uh, sorry to cut you off, yeah, it was but in at, the, like... Uh, one of Queens, right? Yeah, yeah I think the, so. the crowd went fucking nuts. Yeah. When the lights came on, he's posed. Oh, man, I marked. So I think this was one of his last ones on his way out. Because okay. it wasn't in the results, but I remember him like coming out and hugging someone. So he must have like done People some kind of run-in. Yeah. Um, that's my recollection. And PCO wrestling. <laughs> I, I remember that. I'm positive I have pictures from the show, from like my bad camera. Well, that's so. what we need to do. We've discussed this is pull our... Because for sure these last two I have some funny photos from. And uh, I mean, we have our ones <laughs> from uh, uh, Jacob's last one. Oh, so. I, and for the Royal Rumble, I have a couple like funny ones of like Kali in the ring. Oh, and <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, 20 by 20 yeah, pod. And funny we will, we'll put some funny stuff on there in the next you know week or so. After this airs, so yeah, the arena. I just remember standing. It was just like you see on TV. Like we stood in that <laughs> line. Like you're looking at it, and we stood on in the that camera line. Side? No, I mean even getting in. Oh yeah, outside the building. See, like it's weird. Now that we're talking about it, like I can't put together in my head how it was live versus how it is on TV. What, you, what your brain sees. I think on it's the totally flipped. Because like you walk into WWF and you can tell this is hard camera. This it's all a square. But like. I'm, this is great pod, <laughs> but when I'm like looking at the arena, we were in the corner, and I f- feel like the aisle was directly across from us. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know where the crow's nest was to that. That was, was always, like, yeah, like behind the aisle. In your in your mind, yeah, like watching on TV, it's behind the aisle. Because then top I'd, left corner. But then the camera would have been like I don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell. Uh, like, that's a funny thing though when you go to a building that you've seen on TV a billion times and you have painted what it looks like and you're yeah. like, oh, this is not what it looks like. Really. No, it was, it was totally confusing. I, I couldn't put it together. And I, I just burned in my memory, this is why I want to do like a print of this, of when Funk pins Raven to win the title and there's a dude in the back row like jumping up and down and he's like blocking the camera <laughs> but like it looks so cool because this guy's so excited that Terry Funk won the title. I'm like, it just looked like a crazy moment yeah. in that building. Yeah, no, it was it was a cool event. I mean, and we were on bleachers, and that was so that was two thousand. There, no, there wasn't. Like I speculated that we were there for another event. I don't think we were because we met Bob, our friend Bob, there at that show. Oh, that's when he first met him. Yeah, I think. <laughs> 
So Tom was probably wearing a, a, a juggalo. Just dressed as the red hatchet. Basically, <laughs> clo- closer to that than not. And then I think Bob and his buddy Matt were there. And they were just like, hey, what's up? And like, we just like, we met each other yeah. there. And then Bob and them started coming out here for shows. Then we went out there for a bunch of times. So. I mean, that's how I met Andrew and Reggie and stuff was, like you said, through IWF, just weird shows. You meet these people. And but that's like, all inner circle now. and that's like who we know locally. I mean, this is 12 hours yeah. away. It was just, it was crazy that they, I don't know if we knew each other like online before then or just like we just connected from there, but. Yeah, that was the first time we met Matt and Bob. Oof, Matt was a crazy... <laughs> you guys would have liked Matt. You guys would have liked Matt. <laughs> Him and Aaron would have gotten along real well. But yeah, I mean, that just started all of our trips to Philly, and, oh God, I have a million Philly stories, but that was the only wrestling... Oh, that was the only ECW show that we did. We got a wedding coming up in the summer in Philly, and I... Not in Philly, in uh, Pennsylvania, and I was like, how far is it to Philly? Oh, yeah, you were talking to State College, right? It's, I think it's closer there, but it was like, I think it's like an hour drive. And I'm mm-hmm. like, in my mind, that's worth going to get a cheesesteak, take a picture in front of the building, and drive back. So it's a <laughs> two-hour drive for like literally 15 minutes in Philly, but I kind of want to do it. Yeah, you need to send me that map because <laughs> I, I can tell you I'm fairly familiar, but if it's uh, I'm, I'm worried. If it's too close to State College, I don't think it's close enough. But. It's one city I still need to go to is Philly. Philly's cool. Cheesesteaks, that's a... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, that's enough. I don't, we can't We can't talk about my history in Philly. Anyways. All right, so, no, that was mine. ECW in the arena to see PCO almost win the title. Oh, what could have been? Now he's Ring of Honor champion. So he's, a... <laughs> he's not Ring of Honor champion. What's PCO's... <laughs> no, we're not going to play the name <laughs> game with you. Um, all right, so uh, your number two favorite live event. So my last two are just straight up fandom mark moments here of course why wouldn't they be so i almost just knocked over wine glass (laughs) this one is my first big time live event i've been to so i went to big time wrestling (laughs) so i mentioned that i went to great lakes wrestling as a child in westland michigan so in june 29th 1996 this is funny because i pulled it up here this is inside the joe lewis arena (laughs) There was 5,930 people in there. That's so little. Like, How many? 5,930. 5, Joe Lewis? Yeah, Joe Damn. Lewis for a house show. But to me, it was packed. This was crazy. It was my first time seeing the WBF. It was the SummerSlam Heat Tour. <laughs> so this card actually has been brought up a few times on Pritchard's show. It was when Warrior no-showed, and then I got in the PA oh, and like, yeah, shit-talked yeah. him. So this was the first WBF show I've ever seen in my life was this one. So the card was the IC champion defends Ahmed Johnson versus Goldust. Is that, let me just interrupt. Is that, did you go with Aaron? This, <laughs> okay, do, do we need to repeat this? We'll story? let Aaron tell his story. <laughs> anyway, when Goldust came out, the gold glitter came down, and I grabbed it and saved it, and I feel like I still have it in a like, card book somewhere. <laughs> But uh, the next match, the Bushwhackers faced the New Rockers. I can't believe the Bushwhackers were still around then. <laughs> Savio Vega and Justin Bradshaw. That's a good one. World champion match. Shawn Michaels defended against Vader. I didn't know who to cheer for then. <laughs> Mark Miro and Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I'm sure that was a good one. The Godwins versus the tag champions of Smoking Guns. And at this time, everyone's defending the titles. And as a kid, I'm this is 96, so I'm about to be 
12. <laughs> so in my mind, like, all these titles are on the line. Like, oh, I'm yeah. I'm really living this out. I mean, you saw Bob Backlund lose a title at a house show. Yeah, Why true. couldn't it happen here? Then Davy Boy Smith and Yokozuna, 96 Yoko. Oof. <laughs> and then here we go. Sub for the Ultimate Warrior, Sid fights Owen Hart. This was Sid's first match back in oh. WV. And then the main event was Taker and Mankind. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, so... Like I said, nothing memorable. It was just a house show, but at the time, this blew me away. It was me and Aaron, and we were probably, we were either top of the lower bowl or the very bottom of the upper bowl, but I remember we'd run down for the entrances and slap everyone in the cast. Well, that's funny. This, this is like right where I'm starting like my Attitude Era. I think it was like right after, so this. Well, this is June of 1996, so how old were you? Like one year old, <laughs> but this is where I'm starting like to watch all. You were of it. not watching it. No, Ivan's a year older than you. No, I'm telling you, like right now with my current watching, like oh. besides NXT, I'm like currently you watching. Rewatch, okay. yeah. <laughs> what was I was to say. That's where I'm like at right now, kind of. Is right after that. God, that era though, to me, 1996. That was a, that was that's what I, That's where it kicked in. 96 started. 97, 98. It was just it was on. Yeah, but, it was game on. I'm yeah, just, like I said, nothing memorable from the card outside of Goldust. Grabbing the grabbing the confetti, uh, marking out for Taker and Mankind. You should have brought that to Astronomicon. Have him sign it. <laughs> That's that, this is Just funny. Like throwing it at him. Funny <laughs> things when I'm going through this list of like being a kid watching Goldust mm-hmm. and like when we interact with people, I'm like, I'd love to like tell you that story because it's just hilarious. Yeah, but, like, but I can't. It's just no, funny. Like I can't deal with. It's funny like having that. like two different personalities. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good one. And that was your first show. That right? was my first non, like, just small indie show. You got to see Sid. That's history. history <laughs> and in the Pritchard has brought that up, I feel like, a few yeah, times. Yeah, like, you're right. I've heard that a couple times. History in the making. They, because I think he mentioned on there, but they did go on the PA, like, in, like, kind of shitted warrior. For no showing. Or like, whatever. I was younger then, so I can't fully remember. But I kind of feel like I remember people around me being like, ooh, like, they're... <laughs> They shouldn't have said that. Big marks. Did they, like, offer refunds? They did. Because I think he did say that, too. And I do remember them saying... You didn't take him up on that? Oh, no, I had to watch Taker of Mankind. Come <laughs> on, man. So, yeah, that was my number two. That's a good one. Everyone remembers their uh, first show. <laughs> I mean, my first show didn't make the list. But it was it was in consideration. Right. Jacob, what's your number two? So with my uh, number two, since you guys were both doing this earlier, kind of like looping together a few of them, this is 2008 Ring of Honor, the two shows that were here. All right. So we got the... Uh, All right, you got me back. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Ring of Honor Tag Wars, 2008. Oh, wait a minute. So now you're going off the reservation. You're talking... What? Well, I'm sorry. Just I'll, just like let, these, I'll just let you talk. Just Go these ahead. two shows, because I remember like a few of the matches, and I've rewatched it, and these matches were really good. Uh so it was the Ring of Honor Tag Wars and the Ring of Honor New Horizons. Those were like oh, yeah. both of the names. So New Horizons was a, actually a uh, pay-per-view. Right. So Sorry, go ahead. That was the one where it had the uh, Brian Anderson and Tyler Black in the main event. Mm-hmm. So rewatching that, that was like an awesome match. I kind of remember like bits and pieces because how old was I then? I was like 13-ish, 14. So Didn't they break the turnbuckle with the buckle bomb? Yeah, that was real that sweet. That was a pay-per-view? Uh, yes. That was New Horizons? Was I at this? Yeah. I don't think so. I was going to say, I don't remember this at all. I got the ticket here with my gimmicks. <laughs> Not to skip ahead, but this is what the Honor Rumble? Um, yeah. Alright, yeah, I don't think you went to that. I think it was just two of us. Yeah, I probably. Don't this. So yeah, the, I mean, the 
card was pretty stacked too because they had Kevin Steen versus Necro Butcher. Nigel McGinnis defeats Claudio, and that was... That's like on every show. <laughs> yeah, like those two are pretty, match up a pretty much. I think they're in, like, three of these, but, um... Yeah, that match, and then Silas Young defeats Kenny Omega. That was, like, my first time seeing Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. I don't know if I've seen Omega live. Yeah, it was crazy, because I was in his, like, straight street fighter, yeah. like... Yeah, no, he was cool. Yeah. Um, not the Kenny Omega he is now, but... This also might have been the show where I bought my, uh, Briscoe Brothers shirt... So I still have that. I know the Briscoes defeated Mitch Franklin and Silas Young. So, I mean, that was a pretty solid show. And then the Honor Rumble match that you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, Ruckus won. Um, Just for the record, was this not when Silas Young used to come out to um, uh, the, what song did he come out yeah. to? Yeah. The whatever. We'll, we'll cut that. <laughs> I know what you're talking <laughs> you about. You cut back in and let us yeah. know. <laughs> I wanted to make fun of you about something. And then the Ring of Honor. Oh, I remember. He comes up to Don't Stop Believing. But you didn't know Don't Stop Believing wasn't. <laughs> oh, the. <laughs> You're like, it's a City Boy song. <laughs> because local rapper Chief did a song over that beat. Oh, and yeah. And you knew that more than the Journey <laughs> song. You're like, it's a City Boy song. And we're like, no, it's not. But, all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. And then uh, the Ring of Honor Tag War show. Um, that was. I have a few notes on that one. The uh, Necro Butcher and uh, Delirious. That was a good one. That was a good match because I remember specifically when uh, I was I was there in Necro Butcher. I think it was the what was it like a false count? Yeah, false count anywhere. So Necro Butcher was like going through the crowd, and I remember he shoved me. <laughs> so that's like the one thing I remember about that show is he shoved me, and I think the ladder like landed right next to me and almost hit me like at some point in the crowd. But yeah, those were. Two things that stood out, and uh, again, Claudio and Nigel McGinnis defeat <laughs> El Generico and Kevin Steen. That was, Lord. That was a good match. Um, was there... Were you at the show, Chris? Uh, go he ahead. He might have been. Keep um, going, because I'll remember. Like The Briscoe Brothers versus uh, Austin Aries and Kota Ibushi. We saw Ibushi, too. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Like He was also the man back then. And I remember the main event, I me- like sp- specifically, I remember bringing the Black Streamers for the Age of the Fall. Oh, okay, I was Versus the Motor City Machine Guns. Yep. I remember you mentioned <laughs> yeah, that earlier. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah. that was like a 30 or 40 minute match. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. There was a string there of, it was over a year or two, but of just great tag matches that they put on yeah. between like Age of the Fall, the Machine Guns, the Briscoes. Like, it was all just. <laughs> it's also <laughs> it another piece of uh, merch from that one. I got the uh, signed ticket from Delirious. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was definitely one of like both of those shows together, just because it was the same year. Yeah, I think you guys did you did you go with Andrew? Are you two sitting? Is that where you were front row? I think so. Mm, no, <laughs> no what? It's not when you're no front Andrew. Row. There was what? one where you guys were front row, and I was with me, him, and Andrew were sitting. That in was the different. Yeah. That was a different show. <laughs> that was one of the two WrestleMania weekends. Yes, that's because I was front row with Ryan. All these Ring of Honor ones blend together. Uh, yeah. That's why I put those two, but the one stands out over others. <laughs> what? Which one Andrew was drunk and belligerent at? <laughs> which one was that? You he know. was shit-talking Matt Seidel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was... I think I was front row at that show, but you guys were behind me. That's but it, yeah, it wasn't the... I remember we threw the streamer in, and it rolled the Necrovich's foot, and he looked at it and just... Yeah. Ah, like, yelled, and you, you knew it. You thought that had been those assholes back there. So, yeah, that's my number two. That's a good one. That is a good one. My number two is going also with Ring of Honor, ironically. <laughs> so I've been to a ton of Ring of Honor shows. I used to go 
I can't believe I was doing this. I would drive to Dayton for all the shows. I went to Philly for a bunch of shows. Like, lots of Ring of Honor in my era there. You were a Ring of Honor guru back in the day. It, it was sweet. It I was, mean, yeah. It yeah. Was, I'm not knocking it. I, was just... I just had the... I don't want to say the means. I don't know how. I just went. There are a couple good ones. I can... Uh, I'll save those for our just outside the top fives. <laughs> um, but looking at all the different ones... I pulled one in specific. One in specific. Is that even a term? Um, one specifically? Yeah, one... It's margarita night. This is what happens. <laughs> one specific show that I went to. What was the date for it? Uh, the date was May 22nd, 2004. I went... This could have been the first time I went to Ring of Honor in Philly. 2004, this is an early Ring of Honor. Yeah, because uh, I started in 01, 02. Yeah, about uh, that. So I went with my girlfriend at the time, and it was at the Armory. And we go, and like the, the National Guard or whatever took over the Armory. Like they got <laughs> deployed, so they were all inside. Oh, really? And we're like, uh... It's like the beginning of the Iraq War. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what it, whatever it was, like the Armory had to get used for something. So they set up a giant tent outside. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> um, but looking back at the show, it was so the name of the show was Generation Next. Okay. It was called that because that's when the, the faction Gen Next started. Mm-hmm. The first couple matches, whatever, whatever. Um, Nigel McGuinness and Jimmy Jacobs. I'm surprised uh, it wasn't Claudio. <laughs> I know. Uh, there's a tag match with uh, Whitmer and Danny Moff versus. Punk and Cabana. Nice. And that's where I think it's not on there. Ricky Steamboat was the guest referee, and Punk and Cabana attacked him, and Punk came off the rope with the bell. <laughs> just like Macho Man. And that, I'm like, they, they talk about that on the his DVD or something? Do they? I don't know. Like, it was, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> um, the Briscoes wrestled, uh, let's see, the, the rest of the Outcast Killers. The part that the beginning set up was Gen Next coming together. So it was Alex Shelley, Austin Aries, Jack Evans, and Roderick Strong. Hmm. We're all like kind of four jobbers, basically. Yeah. And they all came together at the beginning, wrestled Special K, Shelley wrestled a solo match, but then they all came together at the end and wrestled Jimmy Rave, John Walters, and the Briscoes. A 40-minute match. <laughs> so, I mean, those four, Shelley, Aries, Strong I mean, those guys and all became staples of the indie scene yeah. in the 2000s. And they were teams like on and off in different, you know, uh, mixes. Yeah. I just, I remember it being outside and it being a ridiculous. <laughs> a tent. Yeah, for 40 minutes. The main <laughs> event was Samoa Joe and Homicide. <laughs> and I just remember talking about someone who's like underrated a little bit. Homicide. Like, yeah, he doesn't get enough love nowadays because no. it's just for whatever reason. Like, he's still on TNA. Impact, as we call it, but <laughs> I remember there being more streamers for that show than I've ever seen, and I think it was there was like in the height of Joe being the champion. And more than I remember, we went to the the Kevin Owens farewell at that Ring of Honor show. Where there was yeah, a that was a ton. ton. Yeah, go back and watch this Joe and Homicide match. Joe gets all the streamers, and Homicide attacks him, and they are just tied up. Oh, with no. So many streamers. I love the streamer thing. <laughs> just the fact that it was outside. Um, the punk thing with Steamboat yeah. set up an I mean, angle. That was like we went through your memories. Your first memory was that. So yeah, it, it kind of tied it back. And just those four guys and Gen Next coming together. That four names now that are 
Yeah. Awesome. Of all the Ring of Honor shows, being my first one in Philly, that was my... Uh, That's a good one. Do you have the uh, DVD of that one? or I do. I actually have Alex Shelley. Uh, he autographed it. At a <laughs> you signing. mark. Yeah, I am a mark. As I'm the one with two signed tickets here, you know? You want me to post that? A picture of that as well, if I can find it. <laughs> So that's my number two. Um, we'll talk about some more Ring of Honor shows here in a little bit. But so it's been a long one. This is it a, has. we're going a marathon with this yeah. one. Oh, let's speed it up here. Hey, hey! If you went this long, you might as well st- stick through the rest. <laughs> stick around. There's more to come. Chris's top five. His uh, number five was the IWF in 2001. His uh, <laughs> <laughs> number four was WrestleMania 23 in Detroit. Number three was TPI 2007 with Mike Quackenbush. And number two was WWE SummerSlam Heat Tour, June of 96. That was his first show, and it had Mankind and The Undertaker, and we're just wasting time as he's taking the dog out. (laughs) The uh, Kevin Owens farewell tour, I was trying to think what year that was. That was the summer of 2012, uh, 2014, because that was my bachelor party. Yeah. So that had to be, that had to be June, June or July of fourteen. Yeah, that was real cool too, just for the history of it. Yeah. Oh, we're back. <laughs> All right. So we've listed Chris's top five, All right, so five to two. So now we're at his my number one his favorite live event that he's been to of all time. This was the fall of '97. I have the card here. So this is one that P is gonna make fun of me for. Judges. This was a. Live event. This was not taped for anything. So 1997, like, I think it was October, September, October 97. So I am about to be 13. This is the heat of my <laughs> wrestling. Got the figure fed. Backyard wrestling in my figure fed. You sure this wasn't yesterday? I'm turning Shawn Michaels into Sabu. I'm turning Cactus Jack into... Or I'm turning Mankind into Cactus Jack. I'm turning New J- or, uh, Ahmed Johnson into New Jack. Turned to Bret Hart and RVD. Full-blown ECW mark. So we're watching Monday Night Raw. Commercial break kicks. Screen goes crazy. ECW Invasions coming to Inkster, Michigan. The Inkster <laughs> Rec Center. Literally, the second that comes on, phone rings. Answer it. My cousin Aaron. ECW's coming to Inkster. Yes, we gotta get tickets. It's gonna sell out. We were losing our goddamn mind. It's gonna sell out. <laughs> it did not sell out. <laughs> How many hundreds of people were there? But man, we're shitty little rec center in the middle of Inkster, Michigan for ECW in 1997. So I'll run down the card here. Just Incredible defeated Chris Chetty. (laughs) (laughs) The Blue Meanie beat Jason Knight. Taz, the TV champion, or no, he was a world champion at the time, defeated Supernova. Axel Balls and Dreamer defeated the FBI. That's a good one. Bam Bam defeated Jerry Lynn. Bam Bam was an ACW? (laughs) (laughs) That's the best Bam Bam ever. Al Snow beat Paul Diamond. Oh my god, Al Snow was on ECW at that time? <laughs> RVD beat Doug Furness. <laughs> the Dudleys beat New Jack and Spike. And the main event, Sabu defeated the Sandman. Oof. Man, this show blew my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you then? I was a 12, about to be 13. So, I have some great photos of this. <laughs> we, we who, kinda, who went? Me, my cousin Aaron, and his dad. So funny thing is, Dad, it was like there's bleachers. It was a, basically a high school gym. So there's bleachers. He's sitting in the bleachers, drinking his beer, whatever. Made a vet. Sandman crawls up the back of the bleachers, stands right next to him, and 
fucking rips the beer and just all over his <laughs> hit the, the Budweiser on his head. Beer all over my uncle Mark. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> Match before that, the Dudleys versus New Jack and Spike. We're on the entrance way, all excited. I'm taking pictures of my shitty Polaroid. Spike comes out <laughs> with <laughs> Spike comes out with a stop sign, almost hits me as he runs out. They proceed to brawl through the crowd. I get Devon Dudley Irish whipped onto me. Literally, I fall into a pile of chairs with Devon Dudley on me. I get up, there's blood on my shoes from it. I still have a t-shirt signed by the Sandman. It's like all beat up and raggedy, but I want to like frame the back that's mm-hmm. signed by the Sandman. But man, that that show was... The peak of my fandom was that. No, that's great. First ECW <laughs> show, like that's the era of it being just... Yeah, late 97. And... It was insane. It was like you were part of a punk rock movement. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's a good one. Not the first show that you've been to, or not the last show you've been to, where your clothes got ruined by... <laughs> G- Gang Grail. one at a bad show in an ab- abandoned writing. <laughs> Sorry. Why isn't that on our list? <laughs> that, that show also was... We showed up with like old license plates that we wrote ECW on the back of for... In our mind, we're going to yeah, use a new Jack. Yeah, where does this go? <laughs> well, a bunch of other people in line also had weapons, and they come by with a garbage can, and they're like, everyone put your weapons in the garbage can. They loaded up all the weapons in the garbage can. Well, the new Jack came out with it, and I'm pretty sure they're all in that garbage can. <laughs> but I'm like, there was no like memo to do this. Like We did it, and a bunch of other people did yeah, this as yeah. well. <laughs> I'm surprised. I don't know if you did this or not. Did you go and buy the fan cam of that show? No. Like, I'm sure it's out there, right? Man, I would love to see that. Was it a TV taping? No, or... it was just a one-off live event. I'm sure they got something out Yeah, I mean, ECW was good at that time. Taping all Our video, for se- I mean, it sucks because you're watching. Like, I that, would love the... just to see it. I bet it's out there. In like... my brain, it's amazing. I'm sure it's terrible, but like... <laughs> no, yeah. no, you should go and look for that. I bet that's... Uh... That's uh, right over Jacob's shoulder, that ECW catalog that's framed <laughs> was from that show. Nice. <laughs> I remember... I had the choice of the tie-dye Dudley shirt oh, and no. the Hardcore Cafe shirt. I bought the Hardcore Cafe shirt, and I kicked myself to this day oh. for not buying that tie-dye Dudley shirt. Yeah, I can't believe tie-dye. I sold those. Those are sweet. They had that, and they had the they're just green with the red letters. Just plain red letters. It's just FBI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our buddy Rex used to have that. He, he <laughs> traded it, and he got it from our boy Matt in Philly. Oh, really? And then, uh, yeah, it's met its demise. But, whew. That's a good one. ECW. I'm fired up now. I'm ready to like jump through a table. <laughs> oh, ECW 97. That's a good one. That's um, in the peak of ECW and our fandom. Yeah. And Attitude Era, if you will. So. I remember <laughs> afterwards we're going through Rally's drive through flipping through that magazine and seeing that like Mari Jannetty wrestled Shane Douglas for the world title in 94. Like, <laughs> what? What was going on back then? <laughs> yeah, that's random. <laughs> That's how you learn, though, right? Yeah, that's what it is. It was old magazines and reading the back of them, but, yeah. So, uh, we, are we on to Jacob now? Do you got to do the rundown? Yeah, them? I'll do the rundown. <laughs> Your number five is NXT in Cleveland, which you <laughs> vaguely remember. We vaguely uh, remember this discussion. That's a lot. Number four is the Rumble 2009 that was in the Joe Louis Arena. Number three, Chikara 2010, when Brian Danielson came back and wrestled. The last of a dying breed, Hetty <laughs> Kingston. Uh, number two, your Ring of Honor 2008 era. And uh, we're on your number one favorite live event of all time. All right, so it's number one. It's mainly a f- one show, but it kind of ties in with the weekend. We've been 
we've been saying it so wrestlemania 23 is like not it's not the pick but i'm just saying that like kind of adds to it it's the ring of honor supercard of honor too look at you <laughs> look at yeah you. i'm ring of honor heavy there's um, a lot of ring of honor tonight there so nothing wrong with that the one thing i remember i got the kids guest pass from it <laughs> Because I was, what, 12 or 13, oh, so I got awesome. that, and if you turn around on the back, it shows where your seat was, I took mm-hmm. it, and then that was, like, the first show that I got, like, front row, or, no, that was, like, the second show, but that was, like, the first Ring of Honor show where I was, like, front row, so I remember, like, sneaking up there, I think I switched, like, was tickets it, with Andrew, think, maybe. Yeah, if that was the WrestleMania weekend, I think it was me and Rhino were in the front, maybe you two flipped. Yeah, because I, I remember Rhino. going up there, and then I remember just hitting the, uh the metal signs i was like always i always wanted to do that so i got up there i did that and then the one match that stood out to me was the jimmy jacobs and bj whitmer was that the cage yes and there was so much blood i remember like i'm i'm like you at like 12 or 13 like seeing all this blood everywhere and i was like my mind was blown i was like oh my god this is crazy didn't that that match was insane didn't jimmy jacobs do like a senton off the top of it or something crazy yeah they both got hurt yeah that's legit too oof that's one where I got to get the DVD again and rewatch that. Yeah, yeah I'd see both those. I definitely have that. Yeah, that's so, a yeah, good one. That was a good uh, match. She had the Delirious and Jay Briscoe versus Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel. So uh, I'm sorry, not to interrupt. Are you going to talk about both shows? I was going to mention the injury the night before. Yeah, for because G- I no, because think... I didn't go to the first. Oh, you night. didn't go to the one before. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't, but yeah, I just went to the second one. Because Delirious filled in for him because Mark. Almost killed himself the night before. <laughs> yeah. like, I think I remember you guys saying that. Like he was right in front of me and Rhino. I mean, he landed like right on his head, right in front of us, and we're like, "Oh, he's almost <laughs> dead." So I remember they had like, yeah, try to get like the stretcher in and out of that little tight space. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, that, that makes sense was... for that then. And then uh, Claudio defeats Yamato. Um, Naja yeah. McGinnis defeats Chris Hero with uh, Johnny Fairplay and Larry Swain. Johnny Fairplay. Fairplay. I still have the yeah. sweet and sour sweet. card. I have that show. Yeah, me too. That's okay. It's my ticket for the that, show, but... For sure, on the... Yeah, I remember getting that. I always post that on Larry Sweeney's <laughs> anniversaries. Um, you had the Homicide and Brent Albright. Um, Coca... Talk to the microphone, young boy. <laughs> Coca Bana and Homicide defeats uh, Adam Pierce and Brent Albright. Adam Pierce. It's a good one. Yeah, it's, and the, as I mentioned, the Jimmy count. Jacobs, BJ Whitmer match, and then Roderick Strong and Austin Aries. That was a good ass match. It's too. crazy thing that, that, that cage match was not, not the, the main event. event. Yeah. No, it was probably the in between, like the that stole the show. Well, though. the Roderick Strong and Austin Aries was a cage match too, right? I don't think so. That's what it says on here. I think that's wrong. Yeah, I don't remember that. No. I mean, who knows? Because that cage, that Jimmy Jacobs cage match stole the show. Yeah, yeah that, and that's that, what I was saying. Like that alone just like made me sick out. We could talk a whole podcast about that feud. Great. Yeah, match. and then that was obviously like I said, WrestleMania weekend. So WrestleMania twenty three. He already went through the whole rundown of that. So I mean, it's basically the same stuff. And this is before it became a weekend expedition of shows. Not yeah. like for some reason, Ring of Honor knew to run. Then and it it just worked out that yeah I think they did Chicago the year before Detroit and then it started blowing everyone up. started yeah jumping on they had the Dragon Gate shows for those two or three years and then yeah after that it was everybody but yeah no that was a cool weekend for sure that's just 
I mean, we picked that over the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and the Sheik got inducted. We used to have it RVD. We picked that over seeing The Condemned. I was going to say The Condemned <laughs> world, world uh, premiere the, at the Fox. Fox. It's a good movie, too. That is. Never seen Still, it. Oh, man, that's good. The only WWE movie I've seen is... Uh, See No Evil. See No Evil. And <laughs> well, that wasn't bad. <laughs> it was Knucklehead. <laughs> knucklehead. <laughs> we should do a top five wrestling We should movies. do a, a follow along and watch Knucklehead. <laughs> no one's done that yet. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, uh, my so number one is the Ring of Honor Super Card of Honor number two, and kind of Mania tied in with it. That's a good one. I'm, we're not knocking that. All right, so my number one. Oh no, I just lost my list. <laughs> um, going through my list real quick. Uh, number five, I had IWF their Summer of '06 with Claudio and Hero. Uh, number four, Rock and Austin versus the NWO, Monday Night Raw, Joe Louis Arena. Number three, ECW at the Philadelphia, at the Philadelphia Arena. <laughs> at the arena. <laughs> ECW at the ECW Arena in Philly. Number two, Ring of Honor in Philly, Generation Next. My number one, Chris mentioned, he touched on this a little, but I'm going to go a different year. Uh, he talked about TPI 07. <laughs> I'm going the Ted Petty Invitational 2004 talk about like gimmicks i positive i still have the flyer like the you know like the program the or whatever flyer with cassandra on it <laughs> so this year let me think oh four was me I can't imagine what the card is yeah, it was me derek and andrew i think it was the first one we went to and looking back at the card <laughs> oh my god okay we'll just run through the uh the tournament here and just count who's gotten a job. Yeah. Matt Seidel versus Sal Renaro. Nate Webb and Hollowicked. Chris Saban and Rain Man. Punk and Aries in the first <laughs> round. Danny Daniels and Todd Sexton. There's a ladder Danny match. Daniels. Danny Daniels. He was IWL. He has yeah. hearing that name again. Uh, There's a ladder match with J- Jimmy Jacobs and Delirious. Chris Hero and Quackenbush. Jimmy Rave and AJ Styles. Samoa Joe and Roderick Strong. <laughs> Claudio and Nigel, Alex Shelley and Brian Danielson, Super Dragon and Eric Cannon, Petey Williams and BJ Whitmer. <laughs> I mean, stacked. nonstop. Also, by the way, Claudio and Nigel again. Again. <laughs> and that was like, that was our first introduction to Claudio. He yeah. came out and we're like, who is this guy? I remember borrowing the DVD of this because that ladder match. I remember watching that. that yeah. yeah, I think Jacobs took a nasty fall yeah. off of that. There's so many stories in here, just like remembering... Uh, Chris Hero had a weird storyline where like he couldn't win in that arena, so he just would lose <laughs> constantly. Just my memory is Samoa Joe and Roderick Strong. That being a fucking ridiculous match I because I remember. I'm assuming it's as stiff as hell. Like it was, and that was right in the middle of Joe's like had the Ring of Honor title for like two years, totally unbeatable. Roderick Strong, just some dude. He came <laughs> out and kicked Joe right in the mouth, <laughs> and it was like. As close as a three count as you can get. And we were just like, holy shit. Like, we thought he'd be, like, the under. Like, we're out the gate and kicked him in the mouth. <laughs> oh, no, it was, like, in the middle oh, of the match. Okay. But, like, it was just, like, his finisher, I think. It was yeah. like, just like he does now. Like, that weird, like, running dropkick deal. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy that they're, like, they both have jobs right now. Like, they're still <laughs> sweet. But, uh, yeah, we just thought. Like, we were little kids, and we weren't. We were, like, you know, 20 or 25. We're like, oh, my God. That's what be- makes it, though. He's yeah. going to beat the world yeah. champion. And that was all night one. On uh, night two, you had matches like Joe and McGinnis, 
Punk and American Dragon. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Canon and Styles. Dragon and Quackenbush. The final was Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, and Brian Danielson. <laughs> and I just remember... Those guys the, are like all main eventers right now. <laughs> yeah. In the e. Were they not all in the Elimination Chamber? Yeah. <laughs> we saw them all in front of 300 people. Um, you have that on DVD? Yeah, I have. Uh, maybe on tape. You may have put I, it on Yeah, DVD. I think I dubbed it to DVD. But yeah, there were so that. many good matches on that. And then you had you know, Sweeney and all the guys from Chikara there. Yeah. That uh, the ladder match, uh, even the women's match. I say even the women's <laughs> matches, but I mean back then that's how you kind of cleared yours. Yeah, but even like the, they had Mercedes Martinez who was in the the what you call it the May Young Classic yeah. now. Rain, Daisy Hayes, Mickey Knuckles, Lacey, and Mischief. I mean yeah, those were like solid, uh... the top six of that era. Wild cards were there, so you had Kingston. <laughs> like this is my first introduction to Kingston. So much good stuff in that show. I don't know, you can't go wrong with any of those TPIs. You yeah, know? all of those. That's no matter what you could say about Ian Rodden, dude. Those are no phenomenal. All shows. of those TPIs were. Was it just a the two thousands were lights out? Was it just a few years for the TPI, or is it still going now? No, it went from two thousand to two thousand and eight. It's almost like yeah, the whole two thousands. Yeah, and then they did one or two more randomly, like recently. But, yeah. Yeah, but it's. It's not the same as no, last year. I mean, who knows? You look back, some guys could be some. They could be. But no, back you, then you knew, like, you're like, holy shit, like, this is the top of the indies right now. All yeah. Here. I'm sure there's cool guys on it now, but yeah. not Punk and Daniels and, and, you know, all the guys that were there and Hero and Claudio. And, I mean, the years before that, it, it was sweet, 2002, 2003. But, I mean, four is where it picked up. And it was just lights out. I mean, while we're talking about it, so you... 2004, uh, who won that? Was that, had to be AJ Styles won that three-way. And that was me, Andrew, and Derek. 2005 was the three of us and Rhino. And who won in 2005? Now I'm I'm mixing them all up in my head. Um, Yeah, we went to six. Then you went to seven was your first. I went to seven and eight, yeah. And then we went to 2009. We, we went to 9 and it got canceled. And then that's when we went to Dragon Gate. <laughs> we went to AIW. A, yeah, AEW. AEW and, and then Dragon Gate. Which um, that was still a fun trip. No, that was. They, they knew to do it because they knew that show was going to get canceled. So, <laughs> um, all those TPI trips were awesome. I mean, so many stories about those. Yeah, alone. two days of wrestling and just, you don't know where you are. You're like, yeah. what was that Mexican restaurant? El Burrito oh. Loco. Oh, is that the one <laughs> where the guy? Yeah, we just go in the middle of the night looking for it. You had the eggs in chorizo, and this yeah. drunk frat guy walks in. He's stumbling, walks back after he's about to order, and looks at Pete's plate. And goes, "What is that?" And you're like, "I don't know what it was called." Well, like, yeah, the eggs and chorizo. Yeah, whatever. he's like, "Fucking a!" Pointed at it and walked away, <laughs> and then ordered something different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was. Yeah, I mean, the bad hotels that we stayed in. <laughs> Remember the Ninja Turtle movie, Turtles 2 was frozen the entire weekend on the one channel? <laughs> I remember the There's porn the ch- being stuck on the channel. <laughs> there was a giant hole underneath the sink. I remember that Jesus. one. Jesus. We pull up and there's a warning sign that we're sleeping underneath power lines. Yeah. <laughs> like, <sighs> warning radioactive line. <laughs> um, is that also the year where... Uh, Oh, man, all those hotels were so bad. I think that was the one where we heard the gunshots. Yeah, that, that was the one where we're laying in bed, and we we collectively were asleep, but we all collectively woke up at the same time and here. So this is what's going to happen. We're going to have sex, and then and then it trailed off. That was outside of our door walking by, and then 
about 15, 20 minutes later here, I'm going to go get my gun. <laughs> <laughs> I think I rolled over and go, should we lay on the ground? <laughs> oh, see, that's what makes road trips good. <laughs> the TPI road trips are like the epitome of yeah. wrestling nonsense. They were all right outside of Chicago. Yeah. And just, I mean, close enough where we could go, but yeah, far enough away where it was a nice little trip. Yeah, we could talk about TPI all day, but <laughs> I got to go with 2004. I mean, I had 2007 on my list for Quackenbush, but 2004 was also really good. So That's good to know, because you've been to like all of them, to know that 7 is up there. Oh yeah, for sure, just because of... In my mind, it's awesome, but I'm like, I don't know if we're stacked up on the, um, the, the list of shows. Yeah, God, I'm totally drawing a blank. Uh, 2006 is where Loki won. Okay. That was a pretty good one. Who won 2005? And the ones before that were good, but it's just, it's the era of guys. Like, I don't know how to explain how the progression went. It's just who came through and the matches you had. Uh, 2005 was, oh, Matt Seidel won. I, now, I, now I'm bringing it back. He beat Eric Cannon and Kevin Steen in the finals. I remember he used to love Eric Cannon. Eric Cannon was sweet. He had the uh, Kool-Aid t-shirt, didn't he? He did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eric Cannon should be a uh, friend of the podcast, right? Didn't he reach out? This was... Oh, man. So now we're just getting into the deep here. This was the first time I saw Joey Ryan in 2005. Oh, really? When he came out, like, just super clean cut. He was, like, that like weird, like, Jedi. Where he had, like, the Jedi robe and clean cut and not normal. Sle- keeping not, the sleeves back no, where he was. He was not sleazy. And that's when uh, Brian Danielson came out to like the like a Beatles song or something super weird. He was all clean cut and weird. I remember watching the DVD of that one. Oh, but I mean, some of the matches just looking through here: Quackenbush and Shelley, uh, Steen and Quackenbush, Cannon and Hero, Hero and Danielson, Danielson and Claudio. I remember uh, Tyler Black, who is now <laughs> Seth Rollins. I, I think mean, we've seen him plenty of times in Shitty yeah. Ring of Honor shows. Yeah, I think he replaced AJ. Not shitty, but it's small. <laughs> I think AJ Styles was supposed to be in that, and he replaced him. And then That's he crazy. went fairly far. Also, what TPI was good for was those, like, the losers would wrestle on night yeah. two in weird, like, combinations. Well, that was uh, 2008 was where we seen Mustafa Ali. Yes. <laughs> The, the, the <laughs> and then on this one, it was, uh, who'd you have? You had Generico, Puma, Brandon Tomaselli, and Nate Webb wrestled. <laughs> you must have watched this. Super Dragon, Alex Shelley, Joey Ryan, and Claudio. And they all four of them dressed up like Super Dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was scared shitless because I am scared of Super Dragon. Super Dra- and they all came out and were like, oh, my God, why are all four of you dressed like that? Um Jimmy Jacobs wrestled Mickey Knuckles. TPIs were were fantastic, and we're getting off the off the rails <laughs> here. But, um, if we're already like diving into our close, yeah, that's a good uh, just outside the top into... five. Um, you have any of your just outside the list? Um, the Rumble '09 for sure. Jacob mentioned that earlier. Um, I have to say the draft. I I looked this up. We went to the 2004 draft. <laughs> Those are funny. I've never been to a draft. And all I remember was Austin like gunning it around the ring in the 4x4, uh, <laughs> four four, but I looked up what the draft was. So, drafted to Raw was Shelton Benjamin, Nidia, Rhino, Edge, Tajiri, and Paul Heyman. <laughs> Paul Heyman? He was the GM of SmackDown, but they drafted him to Raw. God, I barely remember that. So then drafted to SmackDown was Rene Dupree, Mark Jindrak, Triple H... 
<laughs> RVD and Teddy Long and Spike Dudley. Isn't this where when we talked last time you were like RVD's never been on SmackDown? <laughs> this is what and then the like said Triple H is always on Raw. Well, yeah. I was at the event that they got drafted to SmackDown. Come on. And then the card, I don't remember any of this card, but random Raws like you can't remember. No. Like you can remember certain things like well, I was thinking the the 2000 SmackDown, uh, the beginning of the uh the four dudes from WCW, Jericho. The Radicals? Radicals. Not Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, were you at that show? The Where they debuted? Yeah, the Radicals one. Because I was at that show. That Cactus was on my Jack list. Jack came out with them, and Eddie broke his arm. Yep. Yeah, that was that was on just outside. That was. I, I have a We were right on the aisle, and I have a picture of Eddie coming down oh, the really? aisle with his arm, like, all busted. Oh, I was in the upper deck, so, yeah, like, you could see it from afar of his arm all fucked up looking. Yeah. That era was of me, like, and the guy I worked with always getting good seats on the floor. Nice. We, I'll post that picture if I can find it, of Eddie, like, walking out. I always thought, like, oh, I'm going to get cool pictures and blow them up to an 8x10 and get people to autograph them, and I never, ever did. Yeah. And like, you look back now, and those photos are so shitty with the technology. Yeah, probably right not worth it. But, but I also had second row, not, you know, not on the camera, but hard camera side, so we're, you know, on the opposite side, but we're second row. And I remember it was a random roll, like 2003, 2004, I'm just heckling Jeff Hardy because he had, like, <laughs> Goblin knee pads, and we're like just kids, axle kids, saying like, "What's that?" And he, he like you wouldn't like, do that today. He literally just like stopped, looked at us, and shook his head like. <laughs> but that was just sweet being that close for a raw. Oh yeah, I can't remember what else. Ah, uh, that might have been the Katie Vick sex raw. That was in Detroit. We need to look that up, but I feel like that was the Katie Vick raw. Oh, I don't remember. That at that. least, if anything, they flash back like that was a week before or something. So yeah. that was highlighted. It was in that era. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I could have. I would thought I would have been in that era, going to shows, but maybe not. Maybe that was a little out of my. Yeah, my go into everyone. So many like two thousand shows blend together. Yeah, you didn't mention you were at JCW one, weren't you? The the tape. <laughs> <laughs> That should be an honorable mention. <laughs> I was at the first JCW at the St. Andrews Hall. That yeah, that's a good one. A good one. <clears throat> there were a lot of uh, dignitaries there. Iron uh, Sheik cut the pro on the alleyway. Now, I was told, and I have no recollection of this, but I always say I do. So you know how St. Andrews is. We walked out the front door. Rex got kicked out and was sitting. If you watch the credits, he's sitting <laughs> holding <really>? the door. <laughs> um, sorry, Rex. I'm going to throw this tape in right now. <laughs> We walked out, and I went down the alley, and Iron Sheik crossed me, and he's like, where's the back door? And I'm like, where's the cars? And I'm like, go this way. <laughs> and, like, they taped everything, and I knew someone who saw, like, the raw tape, and it's like, yeah, they, you were on there, like, telling Iron Sheik where to go. <laughs> no. And I'm like, I vaguely remember that, but that's, but yeah. That, that was great. I don't need to watch, rewatch all those. Yeah. I was at that one, and I was at three. That was like in Ohio or something? Yeah, me and Steve went. We left before the main event because <laughs> it was horrible. All right, so I got like two quick honorable mentions. Um, the house show you won tickets for. Do you remember that? Yeah. The SmackDown at the Palace. That's like one of the only SmackDowns that was at the Palace. Um, it was 2005, so I was 10 years old. I was working at Red Holman, and they had a trivia qu- the car dealership <laughs> I used to work at. They had a trivia contest to call in to win, and everyone's like, bombing them and they're easy questions so i called in i'm like widow and i'm like well i'm gonna be out of town jay if you want to go to this but it, yeah funny story and it was like row one so i mean it was like i was That's 10 sweet. years old i was just sitting up there i mean it was a shitty house show but it was still cool like eddie guerrero ray mysterio 
Like, those were two of my favorites at the time. I remember I bought a Mysterio shirt there. I was marking out real hard. Um, Undertaker was there, Big Show, JBL, John Cena, Booker T, all them. So that was a sweet show. And then um, the other one is you're actually wearing the shirt for old wrestling. I was going to bring this up. That's good. We'll we'll segue into this. Yeah, so, I mean, you got a bear wrestling. <laughs> Did you, uh, so how many have you gone to? How many old I've wrestles? been to two. So that was the, that was the second, second one. one I went to. We saw Tracy Smothers wrestle a bear. bear. Yeah. And the first one was the, uh, where William Howard Taft had his little boxing. Mm-hmm. People. Yeah. <laughs> and the, that one was also the one where I think I was, or we were all in the documentary with the uh, yeah, yeah, waving the, the signs. Yeah, I still have those signs. I, it's hanging in the the twenty by twenty room. <laughs> we'll bring those to the next uh, old wrestling show. Oh, I should put that on like where we have the t shirt stands. Hang that up on the top. I do like the uh, video I seen on YouTube was you walking. I think back with like a bag of like merch or I think it was the of burrito course. too. Probably. Burrito. Or something. <laughs> Why do I have to have either have merch or food? <laughs> But yeah, that was a good show. I mean, Ruby Riot was on that first show. Yeah, Those shows, we saw Matt Cross. Yeah, we saw yeah. um, Chuck Taylor, Eric Cannon. I mean, eh, I think they were both on that yeah. first show. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, we've been to three. Right, I think the first one we, we all, haven't been to the bar yet. That little, the one in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. No, we've Did only you, like, been to like, yeah, we've only been to the the what do you call it the, the spectacular bar. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went the first year with Nick. The second year we went with Steve, and then just me and you went to the third one, right? Yeah. I think we missed one somewhere in there, too. But yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Those are on my list. And yeah, obviously, I think those, both of them together, probably is an honorable mention. Yeah. Jervis Cottonbelly, who's obviously he a was favorite. good at all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were all good in their own different ways, you know, but... Uh, yeah, talk about fun indie wrestling. Yeah. Burrito stands, getting Kroger fish sandwiches on the way there. That's also true. We, uh... Talk about the middle of nowhere. I mean, <laughs> yeah. sign on a pallet, just turn right here. Oh, obviously they're coming back. Well, they're not coming back, but they're coming to coming Detroit. To Detroit first so time. Hopefully, and I think it's going to be a great setting for it. Oh yeah, I'm, the factory. I think the crowd will be into it Saturday night. It's going to be good. Anyone who's still left out there listening to us, <laughs> <laughs> anyone who's not asleep or drunk off of Steve Austin's margaritas, I need a refill here. <laughs> yeah. Has everyone out there made their own margaritas? I mean, uh, you have any other ones? Or you're... No, I mean, those are like the main two. I mean, I could probably add more, but... Nah. You can add more. I'm going to go through a whole list of nonsense here. <laughs> uh, just real quick, just of shows I've been to, just kind of highlights. And I have them by grouping. So ECW, I mean, obviously we talked about me at the ECW arena. Um, did you ever go to the one at the Plymouth Ice Arena? No. I think that was Sabu's last show, or Taz's last, one of their, like, maybe they were both on their way out, and I remember everyone chanting, like, you sold out, and I'm like, (laughs) every ECW show I went to was someone's last. Someone sold out, yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, I went to that one, I saw ECW in Toledo, anytime they were around, but it was always like that later. I remember the, was it at the State Fairgrounds, the one where... Uh, Balls Mahoney went through the flaming table and thumbtacks. I wasn't at that. I always hear people like... Yeah, I remember seeing that, but I wasn't there. Like, it's funny. Some of these I go to when they're never in Detroit. I always saw it everywhere else. 
I think I went to their last show in Toledo before they signed that TNN deal. And that was right when the Dudleys were leaving. Yeah, see, that's the, like, that show was a TNN one. And I'm like, when I went to TNN, I was still into it, but it just wasn't the same. It didn't have that yeah, like, grimy vibe to it. It's crazy how you look back, and it's such a small era. But in your head, <laughs> it's, it's broken up between, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, that old and then, like, the... The past the, sports, grimy, yeah. 2 a.m. ECW is my ECW. We talked about TPIs. Uh, NXTs, we've been to a bunch of them. Yeah, um, that that would probably be one that I'd add maybe is the Royal Oak show that we went to. That was cool. What was the main event? It was like Apollo, Joe, Finn Balor, and Baron Corbin, maybe? I don't know. It was That was a good show. Stuck a 20 around. by 20 sticker on uh, Triple H's face, I think. <laughs> I didn't do that. You might have. <laughs> yeah, are you, are you claiming that you defaced public property? <laughs> I did not do anything to Triple H. No. How many times? How many times can you use the twenty by twenty name and vein and do something? <laughs> yeah. You guys, terrible? I mean, you're like street team for like putting out the flyers for shows and Not stuff. Not for getting heat with the yeah, with, with the, the big dogs. Yeah, the big man. <laughs> now, IWF, we talked about. There's so many shows yeah. we went to that are great. IWF, uh, WWE shows. Um, my first show, I think we talked about this on another episode, was SummerSlam '93. I am surprised I didn't make the list, man. That was, it, I was there. I don't know. It was close. The Lexus um, Express rolled in the town. I mean, speaking of the Lexus Express, there's a pin. The pin series. Got a 20 by 20 apparel. Pick that up. Pins were hot sellers. Did you watch that was a hidden gem on the network? Is the all just the raw footage of I the Lexus Express? I think you told me about it. I think we've... T- yeah. I we live did. tweeted it watching it. Oh my God, it's so fucking great. <laughs> I think so I funny. did. There's some funny stuff on there. Because it's just him on the bus, right? Yeah, like there's parts where it's just footage of like the car in front of the bus filming it and like cars honking at them and like getting <laughs> mad that they're not like, they can't pass them and stuff. Oh, that's fine. And then it's him at like a event and he's like, <laughs> like it felt like legit. He's like, I can't eat this. Look at there's so much butter on this chicken and stuff. He was like, oh, it's great. I have that on there. We talked about the Smackdown with the Radicals. Austin with the Zamboni. Yeah. Another pin How series. How was that on your list? <laughs> Holy shit, you were at like the Raw. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it had to be different. I don't know. God. Were you at the MacArthur Bridge one also? I don't think so. Maybe. <gasps> I get those two confused because there was one. There's two on the bridge. When but they came they... back, we're like, oh, well, we're Austin first threw a belt off. Then they went back and like Rock, Rock... was cutting a pro when he punched Austin off. Yeah. And Austin threw the medals. Like right. Oh, yeah. Austin threw the medals off the bridge, too. That was in Detroit. Are you sure that wasn't in... I don't think that was in Detroit, yeah. I think it was in Detroit. I may have been at one of those. I think I was at Grand Rapids. See, I get them all confused. <laughs> I think I may have been in Grand Rapids the next night. Was that where The Rock, like, debuted the... The Brahma Bull Belt? Did he actually have that on TV? <laughs> yeah, it's like where they did the... um. Like the burial of Stone Cold, and he came out like as a eulogy, <laughs> and he opened the suit jacket, and he had the Brahma Bull. Is that the only time he used that belt? Because I feel I, like I've seen that belt, but I never knew he actually had it on TV. I thought so. Did I, am I just making this up? <laughs> We're getting delirious. Too many yeah. margaritas. Yeah, I don't. Remember. I think so. Uh, uh, Chikara, we talked about. You brought up the one of Brian Danielson. Um, yeah. We also saw them when they came to Detroit. We saw him at the Majestic. Yeah, that was that was maybe an honorable mention too. Uh, first match, my wife cried because she doesn't <laughs> like clowns, and the mime came up, and she was not happy. That was where uh, who's the baseball guy? He had uh, a Dasher Hatfield. Yeah, he had a. Did they like, have the the baseball game yeah, in the middle baseball, of the baseball? <laughs> yeah, so great. great. I think that's where I won the free T-shirt too for him. We also seen Big Vis and Scott Hall in the Majestic Theater <laughs> at JCW after party. We've seen a lot of. Good JCW shows there too. <laughs> Were you there for the Pumpkin Death Match? 
that's some good. That were, <laughs> all right, anyways. I also saw Chikara in Pennsylvania once, one of their Young Lions oh, Cups. Really? That was sweet. Ring of Honor, God, there's so many Ring of Honor shows that we've been Literally, to. Literally, this whole stack of Ring of Honor <laughs> tickets, like, all those are good. But... Yeah, we were talking about the uh, the last Kevin Steen show. Yeah, that yeah, was fun, We for went sure. to. Um, all the New Japan shows that they've had over the last couple of years were all good, though. Yeah, the venue's cool. They do War of the Worlds. Yeah, that one. Jacob's Whitmer, you talked about. I went, me and Andrew went and saw Punk and Samoa Joe in Dayton for their hour-long draw. Oh, really? I mean, that was ridiculous. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> we didn't talk about TNA. We, we all went to Bound for Glory 06. And had the radio to listen to the Tigers World Series game. Cause yeah. First time Tigers in the World Series since 1984, and it had to fall on. On the day of a pay-per-view. That was a good show, though. Like There was the eight-mile street fight of Christian uh, and Rhino, and uh, there was the homicide cage match. Yeah, the cage match was good. Um, that uh, X-Division... The the cluster, like Austin Aries debuted and won in that. Like that was good. Was the main event Jared and Sting, or Angle, Angle and Sting? And, uh, Jared and Sting, but Angle was like the referee. Something like that. Oh, I feel like all three of those were involved in the main event. That's shocking. I think we left. <laughs> oh, did you never see any WCW shows? I've never been to WCW. Are you? Oh my god. The Nitros at. Palace, the, Palace. the three-hour nitro, missed that. That the, was the one where Luger won the belt, right? Yep, that was the first one. I was uh, that. One. I was supposed to go to that, and I did not. The there, World War Threes. There are two World War Threes. Halloween Havoc. Oh yeah, Rex, not, reading Rex on this show right now. Yeah, was, talking about those. Yeah, those were a little before. He has a song about it coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we'll debut that later. Um, yeah, there were so many nitros there. Like I remember one with Rodman. There's just so many that they all kind of blend together. But. That's I I never even went to like any of the Raws in like the Hard Attitude Era. I think 2000 was the first Raw I went to. That was your era, or are you just too young? Yeah, like I said, I went to that 96 house show. I went to a 97 house show. Uh, for some reason, yeah, I've only been to do house shows. And then the house show, I remember Ahmed Johnson ran out with a towel. Like he had a match earlier, and then Vrook was in a match, and he came out to like attack Vrook, and he was just in a towel. Right. And he like... <laughs> Beat his ass and the towel never fall off. Fell off. I don't know how that. <laughs> yeah, how does that happen? The main event was Sid and Taker in a cage. Whew. That's what <laughs> um, I also almost forgot about this, but this is for our buddy Rack because I'm sure he'll bring this up. Dragon Gate. So we talked about going to see Dragon Gate in Chicago. Yeah. They were at Taylor in uh, <laughs> 2012, and we went and saw just on a whim. Looking at the list of people on here, again, kind of a who's who of who signed right now. <laughs> so you have uh, the Rich Swan versus Chuck Taylor. I mean, Rich Swan was on 205, and now he's on yeah. TNA, actually. Um, that, that, uh, Super Smash Brothers are sweet. Ricochet is on this show. Uh, Eric Cannon was on this show. Da-da-da, uh, da-da-da. Uh, El Generico was on here with Samurai Del Sol, who is now... Uh, Lucha House Party. Yeah. With Kalisto. Yeah. Main event, Tazawa versus Johnny Gargano. Nice. <laughs> like, just, this is totally NXT, yeah. like 205. and It's the crazy thing of how many guys they've signed in the past oh, yeah. three years, four years. It's, it's, they're just gobbling everybody up. It's just going to keep going. It's never going to end. Whew, that's a lot of live shows. <laughs> and there's a ton that we probably forgot. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like ECW and just random... IWF shows. And 
SmackDown where I had the Get Well Teddy song. (laughs) (laughs) Get Well Teddy. I mean, that and the ECW show where our buddy Tom tried to sneak down and got denied. That was the same show that goes to buy a beer. Sorry, cut off. We're not making beers anymore. All right, hold on. They walked away, reached around, filled up his cup. They came out. He took off running. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Did we have an ECW taping on there where it was like Punk and Morrison for the title? I feel like that was in there. Maybe. Maybe. Me and him went to the... SmackDown, we on the whim went to SmackDown where it was King Booker's coronation, oh, which was oh, awesome. Yeah, was and that was the like CM Punk like debut promo was well, like on that show. But the coronation was awesome. <laughs> Never seen a coronation. <laughs> That's something that like we, I always thought about then, and I've never made a list. Like, have you seen all like world titles change hands? Like, uh, are, are there benchmarks that you've seen or not seen? Even just going to like all the WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, like oh, I'm sure that knocks off a lot of stuff. But like, yeah. it'd be interesting to go through. Like, have you seen a yeah, see a title change? I see title change or like, just like baseball games. I always think like I've never seen a bench clearing brawl. I or I don't know if I've I'm sure I've seen a Grand Slam, but like yeah. I can't. I was you know. going to go to the one of the Verlanders no hitters, and I just I don't feel like driving down there. And then I'm watching, and I go, <laughs> watching. I'm like, God damn, he's gonna do it. I don't. <laughs> God damn, they're gonna coronate King Booker. I gotta be there. <laughs> That's, we went to that show on the whim, like that day. Decided to go. We're walking up to the gate to buy tickets. You know, from the day of. Guys, like it's sold out. It's sold out. You can't get tickets. I'm like, That's fine. We'll go back for not getting tickets. He's like, I'm telling you, don't go up to the window. It's sold out. I'm like, It's fine, man. I'll we'll go to like see Sweetwater, get wings if not. As we're buying it, it's sold out. It's sold out. <laughs> yeah, we're like Two literally tickets. in the box office. <laughs> yeah, they're like. Yeah, there's these tickets up here for 10, 15 bucks. Yeah, okay, we get those. The guy's like walking away all mad. Us. I'm like, I know it's not sold out, dude. I'm not buying your $60 tickets. Yeah. Oh, why do we keep bringing up Tom? What One of those Raws bought like counterfeit tickets. Oh, really? He was pissed. I forget what show that was. Was it? It was one that I was at I remember he couldn't get in. Did one of our buddies just know how to sneak into Joe all the time? Joe Bruce? <laughs> I thought. Uh, uh, I thought Andrew used to know I'd always get in the back door of St. Andrew's and Andrew over the Joe all the time. I don't think so. I thought someone used to. No, I think you're just making that up. <laughs> a lot of margaritas. Yeah. Um, his sister, Julie, always got the really good yeah, seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day of. Yeah, you just wait for the last minute and they open up on the floor. That's, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you're a couple margaritas deep. You don't remember. <laughs> I need one more. One more for the road. Oh, speaking of the road, God, we are... Very yeah, this, deep in this podcast. This one went a little over. A little over. <laughs> that's okay. We were talking about, you know, road a lot stories. Of and, yeah, like, the point of this is kind of what I wanted to tie into, like, it's the point of all of the podcasts that we do, is that this is the stuff that we would talk about in a car on a road trip. Yeah. Like, and this is all the road trips that we took, you know? Yeah. Like, we can pick any one of those shows, and do I remember... Each match. Do I remember Al hey, Snow? Do I remember and NXT's? No, I clearly no, don't remember. I, remember I just remember the trip. I remember stopping at the Flying J and eating. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, we remember eating fish sandwiches on the way. Yeah. Or like it's just stores on the road. Almost stumbling into a house party in Mexican town in Chicago. <laughs> like, yeah. do you think they'll let me in? I don't know. I'm gonna stay in the car and drink a beer over here. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what kind of what we're about you know it's like you're listening to us and we're just bsing just like we would in a car so it's about not taking wrestling too serious like i don't care if it's a five star it was a good time 
Look at these lists. A hey, lot of things were. Hey, <laughs> the, one of the my card wasn't the thing. It was just a funny time. Everybody one of my matches was a four and a half star by Meltzer. <laughs> of course, <laughs> well, of course yeah. <laughs> which which match was it? The uh, Tyler Black and uh, Danielson Ring of Honor one. <laughs> <laughs> You've effectively put our audience to sleep. So, on that note, while Chris is getting his last margarita of the night, and uh, Jacob is collecting all of his gimmicks, I think this is it. Would you say we gotta tie this up? Yeah. We gotta start the music, the punchkey music, the punchkey tape. Call Featherbush back in. <laughs> he's long gone. He's halfway back to England. He got his paycheck. He's out. <laughs> All right, so this has been one long episode five. My name's Peter. I was here with Chris and Jacob and our studio audience. <laughs> We're going to finish these margaritas. I'm going to go home. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Thanks for listening. See you later. Good. I mean, <laughs> you want to bring your. I mean, you could bring the mic over there. We got room. That doesn't matter. Or you can come back over here. I don't give a fuck. You can, we could maybe. probably hear him from there just for like yelling to him about stupid stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can always come back. Yeah. It's not a big deal. It's whatever. Keep it a little bit over here. And like stand where you're. No, oh, no, don't. Now you just fucked him all up. <laughs> you fucked me all up. <laughs> put no, like, put it back to where, wherever you had it. Stand like to a side a little bit, like how you were, so you could like. Do I sound alright when I'm a little to the side? Yeah, no, you're fine. But yeah, if you have something to say, come on back. Yeah. I feel like I'm on Stern now where they talk and look like it in the back room <laughs> over, over their shoulders. <laughs> Where's the Jackie puppet? <laughs> we need a Kelly puppet. We need to turn the basement into a replica of the Stern <laughs> set. <laughs> Just put someone behind the glass. <laughs> alright.